Blog Talk Radio. Friend, 
anybody in this community happens to be listening, I just want to take a minute and extend my condolences um, to the loss of, of two, you know, really great musicians and, and, and even better people. And, um, and the other thing I'll say is, you know, every time this happens, I always say hug somebody, tell somebody you love them because you just, you just don't know. You just don't know, you know. Um, okay, enough of that. I don't like to be, you know, I want to be too down and all of that good stuff. So let me bring in my boys, wish them a happy new year. They are now on, Dr. Train, JB, K-Star. Welcome to the Madden Voice, and uh, hey, fellas, happy new year. Merry new year. Yeah, that's new year, fellas. What's going on? Nothing. I'm waiting on the third voice. I mean, this is the Madden voice, right? I'm waiting on the or the fourth voice, I guess. Shit. One of you. There it is. There it is. There it is. Here. I lost his voice for a minute. <laughs> I don't need it myself. Yeah. Two times. <laughs> the double pump. You the computer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I get busted yeah, so much, man. <laughs> and this is a guy. Oh who, God! You know, this is an internet specialist right here. This is a, this is a this is a doctorate in internet, some level of internet, something other. I don't even know what it is anymore. I used to know, but we ain't talked about it in so long. But it's okay. You know, if you did, I had to kill you, so we good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. I like that. Antonio Brown. And I, I, 
you know, I always say this when we do this show because we don't get to talk about these things until Tuesday, right? And so by Tuesday, it's been beaten up in the media. It's been beaten up. And so I'm always mindful that we don't just say what we've seen in the media for the last 48 hours because if I'm listening, that's boring. I don't want to hear the same thing I've heard on every other show. Um, but I, I am curious. I'm curious because so – I've, I've really watched this very closely because on one on one level, it's sad, and on another level, I'm confused, right? And so I really watched a lot of different networks and a lot of different takes because I remember watching the movie The Negotiator. And if you've never seen that movie, go see that movie. Probably catch it on one of the streaming channels. Um, I'm hearing some some noise. Is that me or is that one of you guys or? Might be me again. Yeah, yeah, I muted yeah. myself. I might have been me, but I muted myself, so I'm not it. Okay. Okay. Those trains. I don't hear. It. Oh, okay. Um, if you've never seen the movie, Kevin Spacey, Samuel L. Jackson, excellent. In the movie, um, Samuel L. Jackson is taking over a police station. I'm not going to blow the movie, so nothing I say will blow the movie if you haven't seen it. But he's taken over a police station, and there's a reason he's taken over a police station. And someone tries to talk him down, and the person is terrible at it. And so they, they bring in Kevin Spacey to do it, and they start talking about the, the – um, what the, oh, my God, I just lost it – the movie, um, real popular Western. They start talking about it, Shane, and they start having the, the debate on whether Shane died at the end of the movie or not. And um, Kevin Spacey says Shane died, and Samuel Jackson says, no, you don't know that he died. It's an assumption. You, you see him ride off, but he slumped. You don't know. And Kevin Spacey said, well, no, I'm sorry. He did die. And Kevin Spacey said, I don't just go to one source. I check multiple sources before I formulate my opinion, right? I say all that to say that's what I do. Like, I don't just watch one show. I don't just read one Internet article. I don't just talk to one person, right? I, like, I, I devoured um, media on this topic of Antonio Brown and his meltdown. And real quick, in case you live under a rock, I mean, I would imagine if you're listening to the Madden voice, you're a football fan. If you're a football fan, you know what the fuck happened. But in case you're living under a rock and don't know, Antonio Brown had a meltdown um, second half of the Bucks jets game and literally took off his pads, his shirt, his gloves, and, you know, just ran off the field um, and just his, his, his football pants and sneakers. Uh, no shirt, you know, giving a peace sign. These legitimate peace sign, not the middle finger. Peace sign to the fans. And, um, you know, there's many versions of the altercation that he had on the sideline with Bruce Arians. Um, and there's many versions on why there was an altercation to begin with. Um, I'm not going to waste time with all of those stories because you just don't know, right? But one of the things I said is, and I'm asking is, is the guy just being an asshole or does he have a problem? And I, I, I have, I have, <laughs> I've checked every, you know, like, okay, 
Which is it? Can someone definitively say, somebody who knows them, a teammate, anybody, and nobody seems to have a definitive, it's, well, we have a history of him being an asshole, but if there's a problem, I hope he gets help. So then it was maybe, what are we at, 9, 12 Eastern time right now. It was maybe about 6 o'clock time I heard something that was a little more definitive. And I heard that throughout the week there had been some issues and people close to Antonio Brown were encouraging him to seek help, and he did not do so. So I am now leaning towards this is not the normal I'm just being an asshole that we've seen, but there may be something deeper. If you take that and combine it with Tom Brady's comments, right, and Tom Brady's, you know, I hope he gets the help he needs. We still love him, you know, that kind of stuff. If, if you combine that with Bruce Arians, who initially said, he's not a buck, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Let's talk about the guys out there. And then later on came back and said, I care about him, and I hope he gets the help he, help he needs. So the deeper I have dug, parent that there isn't it. Now, I don't know this. I do not know this. I don't want anybody to take this as fact. But it appears the evidence is pointing to something wrong. Something's wrong. Now, I'm curious what you guys think. So that, so I, I say all that, that long soliloquy to say, I, I think something's wrong here. And I think the, 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 the young man needs some help. I don't think this is funny. I don't think this is, this is just me. You know, you guys can have different opinions, of course beauty of the show, but I don't think this is the time to ridicule and, you know, um, make fun. And here we go. I, I don't think this is it. I truly believe in my heart I'm wrong here. I don't know what I'm wrong here. For many years, this guy <laughs> played for the Steelers. And so I would I would expect K-Star may have a level of insight here that, he, that I don't have because I don't really have a need to follow Antonio Brown like K-Star might still. So, K-Star, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on the stuff that I said and, and the Antonio Brown incident from the weekend. Antonio Brown is one of my – you guys remember this. It's still true. One of my favorite players ever. Um, you know, but even dating back years ago, Antonio Brown's always had issues, right? Like, I'm not talking about, you know, maybe they evolved into mental health stuff, but I'm talking about personality. I'm talking about character issues, right? Where he was throwing balls at teammates, you know, getting the fights with Big Ben. Um, and then obviously you guys know what happened to Oakland and elsewhere. So this latest thing that happened was a little, little wild even, I think beyond our own expectations. I mean, I think that I will say this: while Antonio Brown has always had evil like tendencies and, I think character issues in terms of being pretty narcissistic. Um, I think that there might be something else going on with it in conjunction with it because it got really ridiculous after he got, and it's just speculatory, after he got absolutely destroyed. I don't know if you guys remember for, uh, when we played the Bengals in the playoffs by Vontaze Perfect. He got knocked yeah. out of that game with concussed, missed the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, while he always had, like, you know, some, yeah, it was real bad. 
it was really bad. And, well, you know, why he's always had some diva-like tendencies, it got really, 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 really out of hand after that, after that season. And I don't know if, you know, there's some CTE going on along with him just having, you know, a really massive ego. But I do think, T.S., there probably is something else going on. Like, this isn't just crazy, you know, egotistical behavior. This, this, is, this isn't normal, right? Like, this isn't even a normal outburst that someone would have who is that, like, you know, really big persona sort of thing and, and being really self There's some beyond that. So, it sucks. I love Antonio Brown. You know, I really love Tom Brady's relationship with him and how last year he fed him like crazy to get him those incentives. He was going to do it again in the last two games to get him those financial incentives. And I do think there's something more going on because at the end of the day, even with Antonio Brown having a big ego, like he has to pay bills, correct? And he threw away a lot of money to not be able to do that. So I think, T, you're probably right that there's something else going on that's more mental health that this isn't just an ego outburst. There's there's some more stuff going on. Okay. Um, I'm curious if JB or Train, if either of you disagree. And it's okay. Like, we don't know, right? So, you know, it's, you know it's, it's okay to say, no, I think the guy's a fucking asshole, right? I mean, it's, it's okay. But I'm just curious if either one of By the way, he is an asshole. Just, just FYI, guys, he is an asshole. I'll just say that. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. He's an asshole, but you don't think this is him being an asshole. You, yeah, you this, think this is more. This is more. This is more. This is more. Uh, this is more than just being an asshole. While he is an asshole, like something else is going on. Uh, JB or Train, anything to add? Any any different take? I don't necessarily have any any different take. I just really don't have anything to add to the situation, to be honest with you. I didn't give it a whole lot of my energy. I saw the act, and I was just like, okay, um, whatever it is, uh, hope you figure it out. That's honestly how I look at it, and I just kept moving. JV? Well, I think the fact that the Bucks still haven't released him, to me, is probably the most telling thing of all of this. Uh, normally by now we've gotten reports out about maybe a buyout or this or that. However, whatever course of action needs to be taken, we'll hear rumblings and rumors about that. And I don't know about the three of y'all. I've heard nothing at all about how they plan on releasing him if they do. So the fact that he's still technically a buccaneer, in my opinion, points towards there's a whole lot more to it. And, and the fact that, T, um, what you said, case by what you said, things are more and more starting to point in that direction. So hopefully uh, more soon than later we get some clarification on what goes on. And if he does need help, I really do hope that he seeks it. Um, at, at some some level, all, all players at, at this stage at, on, on this platform got some type of an ego. So I think that goes without saying. But I think there is more to it um, than just being an ass or, or uh, this is just – a, B, B, and A, B. I, I, I personally, I think there's something going on, too. Well, the, the, the lack of a release, from what I've heard, is the, is the Steelers working with the NFL to try to figure out the right path because A, B is claiming injury. And, and so there, there are some limitations on, being, on, on releasing a player that's injured. Um, and so 
you know, there's some liability, there's, there's, there's pay involved, right? So you release him, you're not paying him anymore. But if he's injured, you can't release him to avoid paying him. So what I heard several times is they're, they're talking with the NFL on, okay, you know, here's what we know, here's what he's saying, what, you know, how should we, how should we handle it? I, I, I think there's zero chance he ever takes the field as a buck again. And frankly, I, I yeah. guess unless he comes out, and, and admits to something being wrong and then goes in, and I'm not talking about the minimum, like, you know, that last incident he had a couple of years ago and he had to get some counseling and he did the minimum required and then he was back. I mean, to me, he's done unless he does something, you know, uh, extensive, some extensive. He he comes out and says, I'm bipolar. I'm, I'm battling depression. I, I, I Whatever it, whatever, I'm just speculating. And then goes out and gets help from a, you know, reputable place. Okay, then a team might be willing to take a chance on him again. Other than that, I can't imagine. I cannot believe I saw, I saw posts, you know, uh, and even a couple people I know that are Cowboy fans say, hey, come to Dallas because Michael Gallup is now done for the year. <laughs>
You know, and, and the NFC may need to be a part of the team. And the NFL has great resources to help players that identify problems on any level, on any level. The resources are, I mean, you, you know, look at, look at the money they generate. They can give players almost anything they need. And, and many players, long after retirement, when they run into problems, the NFL is there to provide assistance. So I think the, the most important thing is identification, some yes. level of identification. Yeah. Uh, I think we got to start to add to that. Go ahead, sir. No, I, just, I was going to say that we have to find out what's up first because, I mean, we're talking about folks like Everson Griffin had an issue, and, and that was has been well documented as far as mental health goals. Calvin really had to step away from football to get his mental health together. So um, it, it really depends upon what's going on with him. He may need football to, to get through whatever it is. He may need to step away. Um, we'll just have to find out what that it is. But I think nothing's Calvin taken off the table right paid. Okay, Calvin really still getting paid. That's the difference. Because he came out and said what he said and did what he did. He's still getting paid. Antonio Brown right now, well, I think right now he's still getting paid, but he may, he, yeah. you know, we'll see. What, but that's the difference. You know, if you can if you can go get help and still get paid, cool. <laughs> but, you know, Antonio Brown is jeopardizing, you know, there's, there's money on the table for him that he probably won't see. And then, you know, Calvin Ridley, you know, once he comes back, I mean, you know, great talent still in his prime, you know. Uh, so look, look, not not quite the same, but I understand. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying I think we, we can't eliminate football because it be part of the solution. It's just sad. Even, if you, even if you can't eliminate foot, even if you say you can't eliminate football, it to me it seems challenging to even get to that to even be a part of the solution. You say it's not similar to Calvin Ridley, and no, it may not be the exact same. However. The first thing, which I think, which I feel like Jay is alluding to, is just do understanding that he has a problem. We don't even know if he knows he even has a problem. He might not even think no, that he a, has a problem. A, and if he doesn't, it, that, that in itself is a problem. And there's no, I mean, what other solution do you have than to first find out what the hell is the issue? And he has to be the one to recognize it because everyone else can see it right. except him. Train also. I was going to say the same thing, like, we, we've talked about all this, but you guys, if, if AB's ego won't let him find out or admit there's a problem, then nothing matters. Because, like, the Patriots, so think about it, right? He burned bridges with Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger, Bill Belichick. Okay, now Bruce Arians. And he was living with Tom fucking Brady. Tom Brady stuck his knockout for him multiple times, you know? And so it's like, I can only imagine Tom, you know, tried to, has tried to get him some help. You would have to think. And, you know, maybe that's why he's asking for compassion. He, you know, he's good for Tom for not giving up on him. But if A.B. is going around and going to New York the next day to the next game, and, like, this guy isn't I, – I want him – I hope that he, he takes it upon himself to realize that he has a problem. But if, if not, then maybe his ego is a bigger problem than his mental health. I don't know what to say. Like, you can't force him to do anything that he doesn't want to do. And that's the problem. A.B. right now just does whatever the hell he wants to do. Yeah, and, 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 and to clarify, you know, I, I think where I disagreed with my brother was we said football is it takes a back burner and, you know, the more important thing is is figuring out what's wrong. And, and my, my response to that was, well, football 
might very well be part of the solution. You know, this is what these guys have done for 20 years, you know, or 30 years or 15 years. And, you know, there's also a high level of income involved. So, you know, where I disagreed was to say, well, football doesn't matter. Well, no, it's part, it's, it's right. It absolutely matters because first and foremost, I mean, you know, he was close to getting all these incentives. You know, we don't know if the fact that Brady wasn't throwing him the ball. There's a lot of rumors saying that the fact that Brady, you know, he didn't feel he was getting the ball enough was part of the issue, right? We don't know if this is true or not, but there was rumors floating around that he questioned Brady about, oh, you're going back to your boy, Gronk, and Brady's like, what are you talking about? And, you know, that started the beef, right? And he's probably sitting there thinking, damn, I'm, you know, within a few yards, a few catches, from getting another million dollars. We don't know his financial situation. So all, all I'm saying is to just remove football from the equation because it's who he it's it's who he was. It's who he is. And and so it's easy for us to say, well, we gotta figure out what's wrong. He's gotta figure out what's wrong. He's gotta identify. He's gotta own up. Yep, all that's true. But part of that may also be figuring out how football still fits into his life. I, I'll, I'll tell you guys a little a little personal story. Might illustrate it a little bit better. And I'm not, uh, you know, this is just me, right? So I never made, you know, $10 million a year, $15 million a year. But it's about identity. It's about self-worth and, and value. And I worked for a company for um, 13 years a while back. And the company went from a small tiny startup to a fairly large regional-sized organization. And I rose with the company and got to a pretty decent level, got all the way up to being the number two person at the company. And I was well-known in that line of work and well-known in that industry, well-respected in that industry. But me and my manager, the, the, the lady in charge, Jay, you'll remember this person. You, you nicknamed her Shower Curtain. <laughs> I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, yes, sir. treated me terribly. And eventually it got down to one of us had to go and said she was the boss and I was number two. There was no options. I had to go. And I remember After all the work you put in, dog. Yeah, I had, I had no choice. <laughs> I'm getting heated listening to, to your story. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. But I had to go because she was running the show. So I couldn't, you know, and I went to the board. And tried, but the board didn't hear it. Later, years later, the board, when the, when the place went under, because it did end up going under, many of those board members came to me and said they were sorry, which, yeah, now, you, now you're sorry. You had listened to me years ago. The place would still be in business, but whatever. The point is, I remember packing up my shit and leaving. I was in tears because I put so much into this place. And I remember um, going home and, you know, it was a Friday, went home, whatever weekend. So Monday comes. I'm not going to work. Right? I don't have another job. I'm not on my way to work. I'm not that person anymore. I'm still T. I'm still, you know, I'm not going to say my government name, but I'm still that person. But I'm no longer working there. That whole identity I built for 13 years was gone. And I will admit to y'all today, I felt lost. I felt like, what? who am I? I truly sat there in my little home office, and I said to myself, 
who am I? And it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about status. It was about identity. My identity, I, had, I felt like I had no identity. Now, I've, you know, that was a long time ago, and I've, I've rebuilt things, and I'm doing very well, and, you know, you learn lessons and you grow from it and blah, 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 all those cliches, right? But when I see this, I say to myself, I get worried because the money's important, but I get worried about a guy who now it is, it is Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday, so right? So normally by tomorrow, they're back in meetings, getting treatment, walkthroughs, starting to install, all that stuff that he's been doing for, I don't know, 12, 13 years, gone, gone. So on top of everything else that he's battling, whatever it may be, now the routine, gone. Now, we can say it's self-inflicted, and it's just, I, I get all that. I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm not debating that. I'm not saying that, you know, he's a grown man. He makes his own choices, and, you know, what the fuck, A.B., got it. But I'm just saying I can understand from a micro level what I went through. Like, okay, he left, and there's pictures of him in an Uber, and I get all of that. And, you know, he's at a basketball game last night. I, I get all of that. I get all that. And I get, I get the optics aren't good. I get it. But when you get past all that, I mean, dude could be my son. Okay, that's the age difference here. So I'm, maybe I'm coming at it from a fatherly place. I don't know. But when I look at it, I'm sitting there like, okay, what happens tomorrow morning when he doesn't have, you know, practice to go to and the walkthroughs and the treatment and all of that? And he gets up and he, and he just goes into the TV and, I don't know, puts on Madden or, you know, I don't know, watches ESPN or, or Fox Sports and listen to them talk about him all day. That's what I'm talking about. So I don't disagree with anything you guys have said. I'm looking at it a little bit differently. I, I, I think – a guy like him who's had such an ego and has been such a, a top performer, he needs that. And, yeah, he fucked it up. We just need to find out, did he fuck it up because he's just an asshole or did he fuck it up because there's something wrong? That's what we don't know, and that's what, you know, would be interesting to find out because certainly that would change, you know, viewpoints. So. Okay. Because, uh, let me just ask you one last thing in regards to everything you said, though, T. Um, yeah. In trying to find out what that is, uh, would you agree that that starts with Antonio? It, yeah, it, it does if he's able. See, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. If it is a mental health issue, right? You know, I, I always say this about stupid people. I'm not saying he's stupid, but this is my analogy. Stupid people are stupid because they don't know that they're stupid. Right? You know, you're walking around living in your own world. You don't know that you're a fucking idiot. Right? You are, but you don't know it. Right? And, so, and, and yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me let you no, I'm just saying. So I agree it's got to start with him, but, you know, we don't know about this whole CTE thing. Kesar brings up a very valid point about that hit with perfect and mm-hmm. CTE. Mm-hmm. I would agree. You know, they're finding out. So you, you find out about CT after the motherfucker's dead, right? Vincent Jackson, you find out he had stage two CTE because he passed away. Aaron Hernandez had CTE. You know, it's like, well, that's great to find out after the fact, but 
can we diet? Can we, you know, diagnose these things when they're alive so we can help try to help them? I don't, I don't know much about the medical side of it. I know the behavioral side of it, but I don't know if you found out that it really was CTE. Is there something that people, that can be done? I, I don't know, but we're finding out after people die. That's great for statistics, but it's not helping anybody. How, how, how does that help AB? So I agree with you. It would start with AB if he's capable of identifying and being like, yeah, there's something wrong with me. Yeah, I'm off. Yeah, this isn't right. Yeah, my behavior is fucked up. I don't know why, but something's wrong. Yeah, so I agree with you. Just not sure if he's got that awareness. If, if that's, I, I don't know. That <laughs> that awareness to me is a is is a big deal to to the start. Because the other thing about it, and I'm hearing K Star say this, so like I said, I didn't do too much digging, so I'm really going off what you guys, the knowledge you guys have. If friends and family have said something, so that means you do have people that care about you saying something. However, you're not believing in it. You're not, you know, you're not putting in any any belief or effort into what they're saying, and you're just doing you. At what point, whether it's him or him listening, does it kick in? Because it's not the first time. You know that he's act. This is probably the worst of the, all the act outs, but it's not the first time that he's acted out. No, yeah, I, I would agree that that I don't know the level of consistency that has happened, but I would agree whatever it is ain't nothing. And someone somewhere, uh, you know, in his inner circle needs to sit him down and, and and you know, if he's an asshole, okay, then you need to talk to him about him being an asshole. Might be too late now. And if you don't think he's being an asshole and you think that, I mean, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Somewhere in his crew, in his team, someone's got to be a little more, you know, persistent about trying to get the message to him. But, you know, Shannon Sharp made a valid point about that. You know, he's like, look, a good friend will tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. But if you're that guy who's, riding in a private jet and going to the club and meeting the women and getting a free drink, how far are you going to push it? You know, so so I'm trying to help you, but I'm afraid that I'm going to get kicked out of the club, get kicked out of the group because I'm trying to help you out. So, hey, I mentioned it. You, you, you push back on me. Oh, well, I'm going to just shut my mouth and continue to get, you know, the first and the benefit. Now, that wouldn't be me, but – it's not out of the realm that there are people that be like, hey, I tried. Oh, well, where are we, where are we going tonight, bro? So I, I no agree with you, Trent. Some, yeah. Somebody needs, you know, this is the time. And I said this years ago with T.R. I said the exact same thing with T.R. Now, this ain't even close. Like, this is on. This is on. No. No. T.O. was never. No. T.O. was never like this. No. No. We're not even close, man. Yeah, but I I was concerned about T.O. because he wanted to play football so bad and kept getting released from teams. And so I was like, y'all need need to keep an eye on this guy. But he's fine. He's done fine. And and it's funny because (laughs) ever the opportunist, he posted on, I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter, but something about hashtag Buccaneers playoffs, like, Hey, if y'all looking for somebody to step in, <laughs> holler at your boy. 
And you know, mm. <laughs> I think Steph could give you ten plays a game, honestly, even at whatever forty-four, whatever age he is. I, I, that dude is still in phenomenal. Forty-eight. I bet he ten plays, ten third downs, you know, a game, and either be a decoy or maybe even catch a few. I, I believe he could, but um. I'm mad you made it to 10 third downs like the team. <laughs> What's the team don't get third downs? I'm mad you said 10 third downs. I'm like, what if the team don't get a third down? <laughs> oh, man. You <laughs> said 10 third downs. That's, that's exactly that's, that's his, that's his limit for the day. <laughs> hey, that'd be it. That'd be it. That's all, that all he can do. Um but I did want to I, I want to segue into the that guy award because it's 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 relevant to um to uh the, the Antonio Brown but it's not Antonio Brown I mean not Antonio Brown um but so a guy on Twitter is has his name is uh S T Patrick F F so St Patrick but S T Patrick F F F F for fantasy football and um. He he posts bigger diva, Antonio Brown or Terrell Owens, with pictures of both of them. T.O. saw the um, post and and retweeted it, and this was T.O.'s comments. Wow, respectful and dis- respectfully and disrespectfully, there's no comparison. Clearly, you've been drinking the Kool Aid. Um, T.O.'s had a colorful career, you know, sit-ups in the driveway and. You know, report of a suicide, which turned out to be a, um, rea- a medical reaction to some supplements he had taken. But the initial report was a suicide attempt, um, being deactivated by the Eagles. With he got into a beef with McNabb, so you know, call, you know, things, the names that he called Jeff Garcia. T.O. has had his share of colorful incidences, but he's never taken a playoff. He's never, you know, like like. You know, he's never been in trouble with the law. He's, you know, doesn't he's never he wasn't fined or suspended by the NFL. He's like, never thrown he's never thrown couches off of fucking balconies in the middle of the right. He's never thrown off of balconies. There's been a <laughs> sexual assault. You know, like 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 that guy, Saint Patrick Fantasy Football, is a fucking idiot. There's no comparison, frankly, yeah. with the divas we've had in the NFL, and we've had enough of them. I don't I don't think. And again, not knowing why Antonio Brown is acting this way, um, I believe there was a player tired at like halftime of a game a couple of years ago. I, and the name escapes me, but I remember hearing that such and such player. Vontae Davis. There you go. Vontae Davis of the um, Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but he didn't storm off the field. He didn't throw his shoulder pads. He, you know, I, I believe that was over health concerns, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, we had Andrew Luck beginning of the season year before last. You know, just retire, couldn't deal with the injuries anymore, and just was like, look, I'm done. Right. So, any, you know, it's unexpected surprise things, but nothing like what we've seen Antonio Brown do. It started back in the Steelers' days, and it goes. And but to compare him to T.O. or even you know Randy Moss had some stuff. There's no. Shadow mm-hmm. think, it's just there's no. It's asinine. It's asinine. Yeah. So, dude, you're that guy. You know, I might even send you a message and say thank you. You you gave me something to talk about on my show. I might I might just do that. <laughs> so, 
enough on that. Um, I'm going to go back to K-Star and give him a moment to reflect on um, Big Ben. You know, we're losing horsemen, guys. We, we're going to have to we're going to have to regroup here. And and you know and and you know what's funny about this is the four horsemen that trained nicknames was Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, um, Tom Brady, Big Ben, right? No, Those were our Aaron four Rogers. horsemen. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, Big Ben was not an original. Big Ben took the place. Oh, he wasn't. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't original. It was it was we Aaron Rodgers. Yep, yeah, yep. After Peyton Manning, so. Hey, it doesn't end. We just replace it. <laughs> right, we got to replace it. Right, but that, that, but that's. But, but my point was, all these coming and going and replacing people, and Tom Brady's still just gone like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here, guys. Yeah, I'm forty. I'm old as fuck. Why he? Yeah, why is he not in the Energizer Bunny commercial? Like seriously, <laughs> just, yeah. just put him in there. <laughs> seriously. They got him in the, all these other dumbass commercials. Is it not amazing to see him all over TV now? Every time I turn around, he's on yeah. TV or he's on Instagram or he's on, like, he's recording something. He's doing interviews. Like, holy shit. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> did, 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 did Bill Belichick really have you that fucking locked down? Damn. but I want to give you a chance to reflect briefly on your quarterback, who is uh, clearly, this is it, um, your, your, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, one of the best ever play. Uh, definitely, in my opinion, the best field quarterback of all time. Most people agree with that. I mean, just a quick rundown, you know, Big Ben. You know, and, and by the way, Big Ben always should have been part of the four horsemen, but it's just so tough because like, we're so spoiled in the era of, like, all-time grace. Like it's, you can't really – it's hard to have ever really argued against any of those guys. No, no he shouldn't. Like, no, no, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. He hadn't made it there yet. Okay. Don't, don't, no, 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 don't, don't, don't disrupt the original. He has more Super Bowls. I remember, he more, I remember, I remember the, the show. Queen. He had more Super Bowls. I remember Bowl. the Bowl show. Than two of those guys on the list. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. He had more Bowls than two of those guys on the list. But anyway, my point is, my point is like, Doesn't we were exploded in the era of elite quarterback – my turn – of elite quarterback play. And Duke finished all-time, fifth all-time in wins, fourth all-time in playoff wins, fifth all-time in passing yards, eighth all-time touchdowns, first all-time in 500-yard passing games. You know, he had two 5,000-yard seasons. Like, you know, obviously we know the winning side where we went to three Super Bowls, one, two. Like, dude is an all-time great. He is the biggest, I would say, as a U.S. fan, the biggest, most important thing about watching him play is he developed and helped so many wide receivers. He, he turned the Pittsburgh Steelers into a wide receiver factory. You know, yeah, we did a great job with scouting players, but, man, we turned out so many good wide receivers over the years, and a lot of it had to do with the ability of Big Roethlisberger. And the guy is just an all-time great, and he's been so missed. Uh, last night was amazing. I love the send-out. I actually had a buddy who I watched many games with at the game last night. He sent me a couple videos, and, man, Heinz Field was going insane last night. And for good reason, you know. Um, obviously, this year, he probably should have hung it up last year. Um, but I was happy to see him get this moment last night. I don't know what you're going to do at quarterback, but I do know that uh, this has been my quarterback for the last 18 years. And uh, it's been a pleasure watching him. And, um, 
you know, be become one of the all-time greats, and I can't wait. I'll buy it. I'm sure I'll be there for a Hall of Fame speech for that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good, good comments, and certainly um, we expect you to support your quarterback. Um, you know, but a couple things. One is, I mean, you know, it, it's past time, so I'm glad that he's finally come to the realization. It is. It is. Coming back to yeah. another year would just be a um, and you know, let's let's not re, let's not repaint history. He he became a horseman after Manning retired, but you know, let's not use the Super Bowl um, excuse. I, he's got more Super Bowls because then on that logic, then he's not the greatest quarterback in Pittsburgh Steelers history because there's another guy who's got four. So you, you can't use that. It's the accumulation. He has his his resume is ridiculous. You heard everything I just said. All time numbers plus he has all these. Yeah, yeah, no, the man's in the I get all that, but he doesn't have more yards or touchdowns than Peyton Manning or Drew Brees, and he's got more touchdowns than Drew Brees, but that's it. Drew Brees has beaten him in every other statistic. So you can't, you can't just look at touch, uh, uh, a Super Bowl to make your point but then ignore Terry Bradshaw, who played in a very different era. So, the, you know, Troy Aikman, yeah. three touchdowns, right? Yeah. Like, different, those weren't passing errors. So touchdowns is, is one measuring stick, but you can't just use that to make one point and ignore it. To, so when, you know, he was number five, right? And, and then when Peyton Manning retired, we bumped him up to being one of the horsemen. And I think at that point it was appropriate. You know, three appearances, two Super Bowls, and numerous records, and great warrior, and, you know, um, and, 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 you know, the reality of it is, he also had some off-the-field stuff that it'll be interesting to see. He should be first ballot. You will not hear me argue yeah. that point. But we also saw T.O. take three tries to get in. It will be very interesting if Ben gets in on his first ballot or if the committee looks at some of the off-the-field stuff and says, eh, let's, let's, let's hang tight here. You know, it, that will be very interesting in five years when, you know, when that becomes an issue. But, you know, for NFL, he will be missed. He was fun to watch. And uh, I fucking hated him because he was that damn good in his prime. <laughs> and he was, uh, you know, I was like, fuck Ben, you know. But the way, the way he plays this, now, even the last five years, is much different than the way he played early in his career. That's for uh, sure. But I'll tell you this, you know, and I, and I will say this to you, K-Star, but I'm directing a, a – a portion of this at Dr. Train. Dr. Train's got his franchise quarterback who will go into his prime in the next year or two. And I fully expect him to become, you know, an elite quarterback in this league. Enjoy him because I'll tell you, I've been there. I saw Roger Staubach retire. Roger Staubach retired because of concussions. He was 34. Concussions. Troy Aikman retired because of a bad back. You know, Tony Romo ended up retiring because he lost his job. He lost his job due to injury. So, you, you know, so you got an advantage where your quarterback actually played out his career, but it doesn't always happen. So mm-hmm. enjoy your superstars that are making your team tick while you got them because you just don't know. You don't know. <laughs> and we still don't because we've never really had that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so, uh... really happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how that feels. Yeah. You know. 
And another thing, by the way, this kind of represents another passing of the era, right? Because, I mean, we were just about the four horse and you were alluding to it, but we lost Peyton, you know. Um, we lost Drew Brees just last year. We're about to lose Ben. And, and um, Aaron Rodgers certainly is not young. He's getting up there, though. He's playing incredible. So hopefully he plays a few more years. But you, you really you get the sense that just the turning uh, another page in the end of an era of that uh, era we grew up in, or not grew up in, but era we have been predominantly used to since, you know, early 2000s, or quarterback play. So, JB, you've been kind of quiet, so I'm going to bring you in. If you – we don't know who our four horsemen are, and maybe we'll have that conversation, you know, when the season's over. Maybe we'll have it beginning of next season. I don't know. Maybe we'll have it live in Dallas. Who knows? But if you were to pick your four horsemen right now, who would your four horsemen be, JB? Whew, that's a tough one. Um, would you say? I said I agree. That's a tough question. I agree. Um, I would put Brady in there. I'd put Aaron Rodgers in there. Those two most definitely. Um, I would then go ahead and put in um, Mahomes at number three. And it's that fourth one. Fourth one. Sorry. Fourth one. I'm trying. <laughs> it, it's always that fourth one. Uh, I would almost have to say, based upon longevity and success, and what we kind of identify a horseman. Um. Uh, God, I'd have to put Russell Wilson in there. Um, Super Bowl champ. This would be his first year with a losing record. Um. I'd have to make him number four. Um, obviously, big debate on that, but that would be my four uh, off the top of the head right now. Okay. Trey, who you got? Uh, more like it would be the same list, bro. <laughs> Literally the same yeah. list. That would be my guys. <laughs> yep. Trey, Trey, you know, you, you always know when Trey busy because Trey lazy tonight. Yeah, Jay, train lazy that. Yeah, man, I didn't, didn't really follow it, but, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> don't be like, oh, don't yeah, be like that. that, dog. Don't be like that. I am giving, <laughs> giving all my attention to hey, this. <laughs> I said busy. I didn't say lazy. I could have said lazy, but I didn't say that. I said busy. Y'all know train's busy. <laughs> um, uh, K-Star, who you got and know you got? Oh, man. No, um, not. You know, I I, I was uh, writing up list as soon as you asked that question, and the fourth one I was stuck on. I think Russ Wilson probably fits the criteria. Good longevity, so it's you know, bit of a confirmation with what these other guys said. Because if you were just for the sake of of argument, if you were to remove Russ from this list, which I don't think you should do, you know, then who would be the fourth guy? It has to be a younger guy. It has to be someone unproven. You could you could make an argument for Lamar if he won an MVP. You know, I don't I don't know if he meets the criteria. You can make an argument maybe for Josh Allen, I guess. You know, um, but he's so young and hasn't done it at all. Really, he's been really good the last two years, but we just haven't seen enough. So, like, who's another guy? Justin Herbert? Like, no, like he's too young too. We don't know anything about him. You know, it's definitely Matt fucking Ryan. Matt Ryan's not making our goddamn list. Right? So, to me, the fourth is just 
clearly Russell Wilson because the other guys are just way too young. We just don't know what – we don't have that enough information yet about them and what type of player they are, and they've improved themselves, whereas Russ has. Yeah, it, it, and that's why I asked the question because I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm hoping – And, I mean, Dak, Dak is another guy that could possibly be in there. We just need to see more from these guys. They're so young, you know. Who? I was saying Dak is another guy you could you could throw in there, oh, but like yeah. he's so young, we just need to see we just need to see more from these guys. We don't know yet, you know. Yeah, and I I, I, I love Dak, but I wouldn't I wouldn't give up. I mean, we talked about the next level of quarterbacks, the next group, and we put Dak in the next group, and I still put him there. Yeah, the next group, Dak, Justin, Josh Allen, those guys. I I grouped you know yeah. Russ, um, uh, the Cardinals quarterback. Uh, Oh, Kyler, yeah, Kyler. Also young. Yeah. There's, there's another level of up and coming quarterbacks that still got to do something, and you know, you know, I don't know what we would call them. You know, the, the, the five fish, the four fishermen. I don't know, I mean, the horsemen. I don't know, but um, I, I don't know who the fourth would be. Russell's certainly eligible, though. You know, you look at the team this mm-hmm. year and you say, really? So I don't know, but I will propose to you guys that something we need to figure out. The good news is. We don't have to figure it out right now. You know, we can let the season play out and see if somebody emerges. You know, if if a guy like a Dak Prescott were to go on a run and, you know, hypothetically the Cowboys were to go on a run and win the Super Bowl, yeah, that might elevate Dak to that fourth spot. Or, um, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know who else would even be eligible that we would look at and say the guy's playing at an elite level. Maybe, maybe. Maybe Josh Allen because they went to the AC title game last year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Josh Allen. And, and um, if he were to win this year, you know, maybe he would be comfortable. Yeah. And it is funny that yeah. we don't talk about Matt Ryan. We don't talk about Ryan Tannehill, right? He's actually, <laughs> you know, I mean, look at what, look at what Tennessee is doing without Derrick Henry, yeah. right? They were written off. And they're in the one seat right now, right? So, but we don't talk about Matt Ryan Tannehill, so <laughs> – Matty Ice was so close. He was so close. He sneaked yeah, he he off for another <laughs> five minutes. He'd have had it. <laughs> He'd have been in there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Stafford, we don't talk about at all. And a lot of that is no. Detroit pass, but yeah. not playing too bad here. And we don't we don't throw him in there ever. <laughs> right? So, um, so I think we know who we got three. Brady's still there. Rogers. I think, I think it's Rogers four. Yeah. yeah. But let's see. Let's see. I think, the, I think the, 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 the problem is. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the problem is like there seems there feels like a big drop off after those those first three. So it's like right. we're settling on Russ, but we kind of want someone else to emerge too. You know. Well, I think we, we need to define what's the criteria. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Is it because you're MVP? Is it because you're a Super Bowl champ? Is it because you got your team to the Super Bowl? Is it because you're putting up great numbers? Are you winning because of the quarterback or just happens to be the quarterback at that time? But so, defense. so let me let be all help with that. No, no. What it Originally, it wasn't all Not of it, that, to, be honest, to be honest with you. Uh, let me help Not with that because I remember, right? Because I remember the call. I, I, I remember that show like it was like yes yesterday because I was actually did that show at work and it was just me and T 
<laughs> on that particular show. <laughs> and we got to talking about quarterbacks, and I was like, call these guys the four horsemen. And the, at the time, those particular four guys uh, could get it done in any moment in any football game, regardless of who they were throwing the ball to. I don't give a damn who the running back was, who the wide receiver was, who the line was. Those four guys got it done. If you gave the ball to them with enough time, and you can define enough time to be 30 seconds to two minutes, however you need it. If they got the ball and there was a chance, they got the dub. That's the reason why we were calling those guys the four horsemen. It had nothing to do with their Super Bowl wins, none of that. They were just outright just stood on their team. Like they were they were the team. It's they, they won they, their team won because of them, because of what they were able to do at the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean that train is spot on. Train is spot on. This was really about heartbreakers, right? Who, if you give them the ball, the last possession would break your heart, right? Who would do it? You know, we, we faced Tom Brady first game of the year. We were up 29-28, a minute and 42 seconds to go. What did he do? Broke our heart, <laughs> you know? And so it really was about who is that Who is that jock? Who is that guy? You don't want to see him near the end of the game. You don't want to go into the second half down 24-3, to and they're getting the ball first. Because <laughs> you know they're gonna come down and score, and the game's gonna turn around, right? Right. It, it was really about that that you know that it factor that just just separated them from everybody else, and it was so clear when it was Brady, Manning, Rogers, and Breeze in their primes at the time when we did this. It was just so clear that none of those four guys did you want to see in the second half in the fourth quarter. You know, you kept the ball away from them. You know, again, we, we lost we lost Manning to retirement, and then it was like, yeah, Ben's got a lot of that. Ben's got that it. Ben's got that grit. Ben's a warrior. Ben, you know, he makes the you know five hundred yard passing day, yeah. six touchdown passing days. You know, it's like okay, K Star. You know what? Let's go ahead and put Ben in there. You know, Ben 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 has shown us that same kind of yeah. You really want to leave Ben the ball once? You know, no, you don't. So Ben got in there. You know, now Ben's retiring and his best days are done. But now Patrick Mahomes earns it, right? He's another one, right? Yep. You know, I, I, you know we don't want to see him, right? So it's pretty clear those three. I And that's why, and I agree with if, if if we were doing it today and we had to do four and we were like, okay, it probably would be Russell Wilson because I would say on any given Sunday, Russ has that same ability. He just hasn't shown it as much this year. But in his, historically, he has been that guy. But I would agree, I'd rather wait and see who rises. Yeah. Who, 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 who can, you know, would it be a, a, a let me tell you something. Josh Allen be right next year. Fuck, fuck out of me. That guy's a stuck. I'm not saying he's it. Yeah. But I got my eye on that dude. I mean, I just like him. I like everything about it. Strong arms, big guy, <laughs> the ball, controls the offense. I like him. So, you know what would be really cool? I, I, 
instead of trying to just figure out instead of trying to figure out who that fourth one would be, who's the next crop? Who's the next four? The four cults, if you want. That that's even better question because going off of what what you're saying, T and Train about the dude that scares you, I think the next set of four is even more interesting. I think about not just Josh Allen, but I think about Herbert with the Chargers. Um, dude's got a Kyler Murray. Can he? A Kyler Murray. I mean, that you can put in that conversation oh, now Murray. too. I'm better. <laughs> I'm better. It, it, and even Joe Burrow, depending upon what happens in this postseason, Joe Burrow's name should be yeah. up in there. Um, yeah. So that next crop, horsemen, colts, uh, young bloods, young thoroughbreds, whatever you want to call it, because it's, it's that crop that's going to be the next one because Aaron Rodgers got a few more years and then he's going to hang it up. Brady's got a couple more. Well, we'll be 95 and he'll still be playing. But <laughs> we don't know. know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so it's that next crop. Who's the next four going to be? Uh, obviously, Mahomes, he's reaching his prime, hasn't gotten there yet. He's entering it, and he's going to be there for a while. But after that, who's the next three going to be when it comes to be time to really label the four horsemen? That's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, no, go ahead, T. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, I, I still like our original premise, and I like – Mm-hmm. putting our feet to the fire and being like, okay, we've got a group of quarterbacks that are similar in age, similar in experience, similar resumes. Can we define one of those that we would want to elevate? Let's put our money where our mouth is. Can we define one of those four or five guys that would be in that second group that we want to say, of these four or five guys, the Madden voice group, is saying, you know, Justin Herbert, just picking his name, he's a four horseman. This is how we feel about him. You know, of this second tier, we're going to elevate him. We just feel he's just special. And he should be in the same conversation with Brady and Rodgers and and Mahomes. I I love that conversation personally. And then, yeah, we can talk about who's – I think it's a great off-season question because I think the playoffs will reveal that maybe it's – We'll give us more information. Technically, I don't know that looking at the playoffs. Yeah, technically, I don't know that looking at the playoffs will. K-Star, you alluded to something which I absolutely agree with earlier. You said these guys are young. We don't even know. And honestly, we don't. And this season might not even be enough to even tell us. I mean, we're talking about – It could be rough, though. We're talking about true true four horsemen. Go ahead. No, it's just going to be a barometer, that's all. Yeah, I mean, I like Russell. I like Russell being in that conversation. As for if you ask me right now, I'll it's, it's Russell. It's, it, it'll be Russell Wilson. That would that would that would be my that would be my four horse. If I had a TMD vote, that would be that would be it. Because these other guys, you know, uh, I don't we don't we don't know yet. We see it's exciting. It is really exciting to find out whenever Rodgers and and freaking Tom Brady decide they. That they don't want to play no more because I feel like it's a competition at this point. <laughs> but you know, it'll be exciting to see who who comes in and fill those spots. And you know, Russell Wilson could end up being truly rejuvenated. You know, getting with a different team next yeah. season, and maybe we'll see this dude really light it up like he used to. You know, we just in Pittsburgh, we don't know. <laughs> hey, yeah. better make your bed, make your bed, hey. make your bed hard, boy. Woo. Yeah. Um, okay. 
this wasn't planned as a topic, but I'm glad it, I'm glad it became one because I think we're setting the stage for some great future discussions. Um, I, I really enjoy that. You know, I think train. You know, train always says to me, "Hey, man, one of your greatest predictions was when you talked about Kirk Cousins taking over for um, RG3 way back when no one saw it coming, and I did." Well, one of train's mm-hmm. greatest. You know, that four horsemen moniker was like brilliant, brilliant. Like that—that's something I don't want us to lose. I, I, enjoy, of course, being a wrestling fan, but beyond that, just the, just the idea <laughs> of kind of a Mount Rushmore quarterbacks, right? Like who are the mm-hmm. four guys, and forcing us to not just say, well, you know, it's one of these three or four. No, 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 no. Let's put our money where our mouth is. Let's define who the fourth guy is. We ain't got to do it today. We need, and maybe it is Russell. We know he's probably going to be with another team next year. Um, although he said he wants to stay with Seattle, which I believe was just PR, you know, yeah. doing the right yeah. thing, saying the right thing. Um, we know he's going to be with another team next year, so let's see what he's still got in the tank. Um, all right, that was good. I enjoyed good. that. Um, let's uh, let's let's move on to uh, K Star, bona fide, bona front. I have a feeling I know what he's going to do, but I'm going to let him do it. <laughs> Go ahead, K Star. You want? Yeah, man, my bona fide has definitely been Roethlisberger, first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't give a fuck about his goddamn off-the-field stuff. I don't mean to be just insensitive to it, but the man was found innocent. Um, you know, I'm going to go criminal charges, but we're, that's not really the point of it. The point is the man, like I said, fifth all-time passing yards, eighth all-time touchdowns, fourth all-time playoff win, fucking won two Super Bowls in, in Pittsburgh, uh, eight, sorry, nine division titles, um, last night was his night. You know, this was not a great season, but as a Hall of Fame quarterback, as a first ballot Hall of Fame player, he is absolutely bona fide. And honestly, guys, anyone that does emerge onto the fourth, into the fourth horseman, really we're talking about some Hall of Fame level players who think about it at the end of the day. And that has been Roethlisberger. Ben, last night was awesome. We'll miss you. We love you. And uh, hopefully we get Russell Wilson to replace you because, you know, we need, we, need, we, need some, we need someone else that's bona fide, too. Yeah, I, I got a bone of front. Okay. Just for one week, though. Not, 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 not permanent. Just for one week. Just for one week. My bone of front for one week is fucking Mike McCarthy. You some bitch. <laughs> How do you not have <laughs> late in the fourth quarter? How do you not how do you get to the two-minute warning with no timeouts left? How do you not hold one timeout? You know you can't challenge without a timeout. And, listen, we could, that game was illuminating for a lot of reasons, right? And I'm, I'm not going to bother getting into the details. All I know is there was a fumble, and the way Dallas was playing, if you challenge it, it was pretty clear. I watched that tape a 100 times. And I'm like, is there any chance that they would not have called this a fumble? I'm like, ah, it's pretty clear. His knee was not down. His elbow was not down. And the ball is coming out. That's a fucking fumble. And the way Dallas was playing at that time in the fourth quarter, I'm feeling pretty good about the chances of coming down and, and winning that game. Feeling really good about chances of doing that. And the fact that your bullshit ass got outcoached because he had – his kicker and his and his quarterback on, so you weren't sure if they were going for it or kicking a field goal. So why wouldn't you just set up the regular defense? Because 
if you set up a regular defense and they're kicking it, okay. If the chip shot field goes, who the fuck cares? Then you call a timeout. I don't, I don't get it. And, and someone did make a valid point that if if the kicker was on the field, that means they substituted from third to fourth down. NFL, NFL rules state if the offense substitutes, you've got to allow the defense to substitute. And so why didn't the refs, who I would give a part two to the bona front to, because some of them damn calls, I, I'm just, I'm just wondering if, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not understanding the officiating. And it's not just Dallas games. So many games. I'm looking at some of these calls. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Are you are you serious? <laughs> so, but you got out coached. This guy, you know, whatever he was doing, and you've been in the league how many years? And and you had to call a timeout because he had his kicker and his quarterback on the field at the same time. That's his issue. That's not your issue. That means he don't know what he's doing. You should know what the fuck you're doing. Why are you calling a timeout? Like it, it just <laughs> mind boggling. Um, and and I, I'm not going to say he's on the front moving forward. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a Super Bowl champion. He, he you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't win all them games by himself, although you, you begin to wonder at, at some point. Um, and the Cowboys are 11-5. and five. It's not like they're 5-11. and 11. So, you know, obviously there's something good going on there. But, damn, dude, you know, the fuck? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, that's that was good. That's good. I, for yeah, my was, bonus front, for my bonus front, actually, I was gonna give it to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, obviously, they got their ass kicked by the Titans, but I want to highlight them a little bit. So, this is a team that went on that impressive win streak. We just saw Monday Night Football last week. You know, the BF, the Ian Book led New Orleans Saints, and you know we heard a lot about their um, seven-game win streak, right? But you know, they played the Texans. They played the Ravens. They played the Jets. They played the Panthers. They played the Giants. They played the Jets again. And then they played Ian Book. So for it to come to a 34-3 beatdown, we saw that they were indeed going to front uh, the Miami Dolphins. And you guys know I'm not a huge Tua Tagalova fan. Um, but to only get three points on the board at Tennessee in a must-win game to get in the playoffs is really unacceptable. And um, that team... They got a lot to figure out in the offseason in terms of quarterback. This is the same team that was flirting with the ideas of Sean Watson. So, you know, obviously they, they feel pretty they, – they, they also have some concerns about Tua Tagovailoa, and uh, I think they're pretty legitimate. And, uh, yeah, the Miami Dolphins, that one ship was definitely going to front, and um, we saw it come to head when they played a real team at Tennessee. Is Jamar Kitch on bona fide? No, he didn't. Jamar Chase? No, no, he didn't. No, he should be. He, yeah, he's he's definitely going to. That's who I so thought. Obvious midway through the season. That's who I thought yeah, he was going to pick. Yeah, well, I went for the sentimental, but if we're talking about the actual play today on the field, yeah, Jamar Chase is incredible. He's been winner for the year. Um, it's annoying you guys because he's in the Stewart division and he's going to beat the shit out of a lot of players or a lot of our teams for the coming years. But he is absolutely bona fide. Uh, we saw what he did at LSU, and for him to have his rookie season and. God, beat the Chiefs and tear them up. What do you have, 260 yards and three touchdowns? Is that right? But, uh, rookie record? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah, that guy's definitely fucking bona fide. He's definitely bona fide. With an exclamation point. A complete game other than catching highlights. Oh, you did? Sports Center. 
but I, I actually watched that entire game. What a great, great game that was, by the way. Um, just, yeah. good, just a John Madden-level football game, right? It was just a great football game. But damn that dude, man. Holy shit. I'm just so fuck. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. absolutely bona fide. Yes, Jamar Chase is is the real one. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. All right. Um, let's move on. Man, to you did good. JJP. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, 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 I did good. No, I, just, I just want to say he did good this week, man. Like I haven't, I haven't felt, <laughs> I haven't felt this proud of you in a long time, man. Oh my gosh, you did good this oh. week, man. That was some true bona fides <laughs> and bona fronts. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm discounting Big Ben. Big Ben has already been on bona fide before. Jamar Chase, yeah, is yeah. off Miami Dolphins yeah. team. I like it. Way to go, man! You did All your right, homework this week. Someone told you Welcome to watch football. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man. Week 17, he finally came back in. What day? Not too late. What day? Woo! Team's almost over. So, we Trey, what you're saying is K Star is bona fide this week. K Star is bona fide this week, and that old K Star is on bona front because we don't want him no more. <laughs> All right, man, All right. good shit, good shit. All right, uh, JB, you're up. Yes, sir. So we're doing big dub, big L, brought to you by JB. Big dub of the week. I'm going to break it down for you right now. My big double of the week is this. It's Raiders over the Colts, 23-20. to 20. Reason being, and like I said before, big dub versus big L is, is about impact. And we all have questioned the Raiders and what's been going on with them at various points of the year. They've had a lot of things from Gruden and everything right on up to the present. I don't think any one of us, and I could be wrong, but I don't think any of us had picked the Raiders to win. But they did. Seated? Yep. All right, good. He's the only one seeing it coming, so apparently. Because <laughs> nobody else saw it. And they needed this one. They needed this one. You think about the level of adversity they've gone through throughout the year and to go into a cold stadium where they were red hot. Um, yeah. Uh, they, they get the big dub for the week. There were some other ones, right. but that one was the most qualifying. Big L was a tough one. That one I had to struggle with. But I'm going to continue with my, my football acumen, football IQ, and, and being completely unbiased when it comes to these things. Cowboys lose to the, the Cards 25-22. to And it's not just the loss. It's how they look. And combined with the impacts of it, combined with the fact the Cards were reeling, combined with the fact that the Cards had folks they were missing, key parts, uh, missing on that team, D-Hop not on there, and they still came out and beat the Cowboys at home, at home. Um, like I said, there were other ones that I considered, but that one for how the game went, and, and we have talked about last week with the big win over the, Red, the Washington football team and how hyped up T and I both were and trying to figure out and understand why don't folks give the Cowboys some love when they actually beat down somebody kind of got the answer to the question now because they've been consistently inconsistent at various parts of the year in terms of quality of play. And we're seeing it again. Uh, the referee didn't help much. Um, the, the, the coaching obviously didn't help much, but it's a game that they still should have won. 
Um, there you go. I don't even know where to start. Um, hmm. I, I would I I would start with I think I think my biggest win and biggest loss would be the same game if it, if it was if I was doing it and they would be the Bengals and the Chiefs. Um, you know yeah. the Chiefs were playing for the number one seed and the Bengals were playing for the division. So both teams had something to play for. And the Chiefs, what was it, a seven-game, eight-game winning streak? And they're back. And all of this pomp and circumstance. And then, you know, Joe Burrow played the same level. Maybe outplayed. I don't know. That's debatable. But certainly held his own against the great Patrick Mahomes. And we just talked about Jamar Chase. Just They had no answer for Jamar Chase, none. And so, you know, for, for, the, for the Chiefs to lose the number one seed, so if they had something to play for and they, they couldn't get it done, and then the Bengals clinched the division and really just said, hey, we're here. Um, so great win for the, for the Bengals. And, you know, this would be a game in the past that you would just you would just – I don't know if we if we all picked this game or not, but I don't know if anybody picked the Bengals. Trained it I think we picked this game. Did anybody pick the Bengals? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. All in on Chiefs. So right. So, you know, for, for for me, I think the Cowboys loss is disappointing. If you're a Cowboy fan, you go from two to four. Um, but I you know, it's still eleven and five. They'll have a chance to get a number two seed. They lost by three points. Officiating certainly had a lot to do with that game and, and a number of questionable calls, you know, a delay game that they just they just, just missed. And these were calls at critical times. It wasn't, you know, okay, we're, we're on the first drive of the game and nothing. these were critical calls, and I'm just sitting there like, what are these guys doing? And I don't believe in making excuses because you got 60 minutes to win or lose a game. And, and – you know, Dak is definitely an issue. Let me be clear. Five batted balls, you're six two. You know, Kyler Murray's five eleven, he had no batted balls. You're six two, you had five batted balls. What the fuck is wrong with you? Missing throws like like just missing altogether. And then I saw Pollard drop a pass. I saw Zeke drop a pass. I saw um um who else? Uh Sulder drop a pass. Yeah, I, I, so there's definitely issues. But it's not I haven't seen before. I'm not going to, you know, it's like, yep, okay, I've seen this before. And yet they still fought back and made it a three-point game and had a chance, you know, down the stretch to, to maybe pull out a victory. So I, I'm not I'm not in that camp of it being, you know, I'm not there where Jay is. And, you know, you come back next week and you whoop up on the, the Eagles in Philly Saturday night and that loss is forgotten about. You, you finish the season 12-5, and five, which is, Damn near going to be one of the best records in the NFL, and you have a shot at the number two seed. So everything they want is still in front of them. I'm good, but I I, I myself watched the, the, that game. Great game, and I thought that that was a game that you know, like I said, we're all in on the Chiefs. We all had the Chiefs. Like the Bengals were coming, but we didn't think the Bengals had arrived. Uh, the Bengals are saying, yeah, we've arrived. We we took out the big dog of this conference right now. Now the Titans out of nowhere. No Derrick Henry. A lot of teams had them dead to dead to right without and I said, not that I'm always right, but I was right on this one. I said, Hey, hold on. 
lot of people said. I don't even. I, I'd have to go back and listen to the show to see if any of us said it. I do not remember if any of us said it on this show. But out in the, the general football land, they were they were putting dirt on the casket of the Titans with Derrick Henry going down. And I know I remember saying I wouldn't do that just yet. Let's wait know. and see. I, I would. I believe the consensus, if I remember on the show, I can't remember anybody deviating too far from this, was that Tennessee uh, was still a playoff team at the time. <clears throat> yeah. And, yeah, I think it was a consensus that they were still a playoff team. But that, that part yeah. was not done. Yeah. yeah, yeah so well, we, number we, one. Know, we know what the Titans are made of, but nobody you, – you don't know what's going to happen when you take away the star player. And we know how Vrabel has been throughout the, coach, uh, throughout the path of his coaching career. And I believe all of us believe that there was no throwing dirt on them right now because they still definitely are in it. They had enough of a lead. Um, so I think consensus-wise, none of us were in that boat as far as everybody else was going. But isn't it yeah, rather exciting that they ha- – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, T. No, no, I was just saying, I, don't, I could have sworn at least one of us, maybe, maybe it was K-Star. Was, it might have been know. K-Star. <laughs> no, the only thing I said was that I wasn't sure they would still win their divisional results, but they will make the playoffs. They have their biggest, my biggest concern was how Ryan Tannehill is going to play in that stretch, but I agree that they will be a playoff team. And I think it would be you called them boner front. <laughs> no, I called. No, no, no. No, no, no. I did not. I called I called Ryan Tannehill bonus front. He might swear I said the Titans would still I said the Titans would still make the I said the I said the Titans would still make the playoffs, but wanna see a huge drop off in play from the offenses out there Henry because I don't think Ryan Tannehill can lead a scoring offense as proficient as we saw before. Okay. Well, okay. All I know is they're number one seed right now. We all agree that playoffs. They've done right out there, Kenny. We didn't agree with your bona front. We didn't. Did we didn't that time? Joe <laughs> <Sure> didn't. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, one man. of the things that we have to do a better job of is tracking these predictions and these claims that we all make, and then holding each other all right. accountable. You know, including me, although I'm generally right. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Train. Um, you know, I think okay. I think it's you know we have we, we have a lot of opinions and then we we try to remember who said what and all of that. I think we gotta maybe for next season come up with a way to kind of track track I'm gonna put my bona fide bona fronts on the spreadsheet, that's for sure. Next next week. I ain't trying to get all the uh, that's what I do. Yeah, got it every single week. There you go. Put in the email. It works. Yeah, well, I got the same email track all season. <laughs> yeah. Trying to tell you. All right. Let's do. Uh, let's do. Uh, oh, real quick. Um, Drakeman has a new beer out. It's called Eight. You realize it took me a minute to figure out where the Eight came from. I'm like, why do you name it eight? Easy number. But anyway, um, it, it, it debuts the beginning of February uh, down in Texas, and then I guess at some point they'll do national distribution. But 
I thought it was interesting that that um you know, here's a guy, you know, Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, you know, Fox A team with Joe Buck commentating, you know, I don't really know what other business interests he may have, but I'm sure down in the greater Dallas area he's got his hands in, you know, many different pots, but now this beer and I'm you know, I mean and it's just like that kind of stuff makes me happy. It makes me happy. Millions after football, you know, and I love stories like that when these guys leverage what they did for you know five, ten, fifteen years, and then they elevate it and they and they leverage it like that, and they transition and are able to make a ton of money, and not just broadcasting, but other business endeavors. I, I love those types of stories, so I wanted to give Troy. He just announced it today. And uh, I'm going to keep an eye on it because at some point, although I haven't even tried Stone Cold Steve Austin's beer yet, um, so I want to get my hands on that, and I want to get my hands on Troy. Um, you could drink Stone Cold Steve Austin's beer the way Stone Cold does. So yeah, let, let me find uh, out how you get a hold of that. There's only one way to do it, right? I, I don't even know how. That's what I'm saying, too. Bust a hole inside of the can? Nah, bro. He's saying there's, there's one, only one way to drink it. Oh, one way to drink Wait, it. Oh, I thought you were trying to find it. Yeah, you're damn right. Double fist is smashed up on the top <laughs> turnbuckle, baby. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, this would have been a for me to oh, play his theme song. Right now. I don't. So I can't play it. Um. We need uh, that in Dallas. Let, yeah, never do. Let me recommend if you guys haven't watched it. There's a show on on the internet called First We Feed, and they and and they feature people eating a series of hot wings, and they're being interviewed. It's about 25, 30 minutes, and it's all like celebrities and athletes. And I watched four or five of them today, and you gotta watch the one with Shaq. I I was I was dying. I was dying. I could not stop laughing. Um, but there's tons of them to watch because they've been doing it for eight or nine years, and pretty much everyone who is somebody has been on the show. I started to watch the one Halle Berry, and then you know I had other things I needed to do, so I'm going to get back to that one. But I would recommend watch, Google it and watch the one with Shaq because, man, it was it – was, plus it was good. I mean, they, they, they interview them, and you learn shit about them. But, um, What's it called? Um, all right. Stone Cold did one too. Stone Cold wasn't bad. He did one too. um, What's the name of the show? First We Feast. And they eat a series of hot hotter and hotter. And um, definitely, definitely amusing show worth watching. So, um, all right. Uh, As we get, as we, as we wind down, we talked about Ben, we talked about Brown. I just want to mention one other thing, and then I'm going to go into power rankings. Um, and I'll just mention this in general to any Cowboy fans that might be listening. You know, so we lost Michael Gallup, torn ACL. Um, from what I heard, apparently he, he – he, so it happened prior to the catch. If you watch the play, he comes down. And the assumption was when he came down on a leg, it snapped. But he's saying, no, it had already – he felt it, but he kept playing through it, which is, like, unbelievable. So 
like, wow. And he made the catch. He made the touchdown. Um, but he oh, I actually – I thought it happened when he planted and twisted to catch the ball. That's when I thought – that's when I thought it happened. Um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly when, but definitely happened before the catch, whether he was running or whether it was when he planted to go up. But it yeah. happened before he popped. And I guess I'm giving him kudos because he made the catch. And I don't know what kind of pain that is, but I can only imagine. And yet he made the catch. Um, But I also wanted to just say a lot of people out there, you know, uh, Gallup's going to be an unrestricted free agent. You know, you you paid Amari Cooper. Um, We got CD on his rookie contract still, so we're good with CD for another couple of years. Amari's making a ton of money. Um, you're not going to be able to afford you. You know, you paid Zeke, you paid Dak, you paid um, Demarcus uh, Lawrence. Um, you're not going to be able to pay Gallup, right? And I was kind of in that camp too. And now I'm looking at Malik Turner and Cedric Wilson. And I'm like, they're not Gallup, but they're pretty good. And you know, so I mean, that'd be okay. We could lose him, but apparently he wants to stay in Dallas. That's the word. And now, you know, you never wish injury upon anybody, particularly your own player. But the reality is with a torn ACL, it's going to affect his work. Okay. Um, That's so let's, let's not package him up and send him off to Washington or, you know, wherever, right, so quickly. Don't be surprised right. if Dallas is in it because he stay in Dallas. He's not going to be worth yeah. the same as he would have been had he stayed healthy the rest of the year. And there might be a way that they can keep them under the salary cap, get them, get them a, a deal. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, it, it, it sucks for him, but this actually works out better for the team. So I 100% agree. We'll have to see and speedy recovery to him. Hope the uh, surgery goes well and there's no, no um, ramifications from it. Sounds like it was just the ACL that was it and it was a clean break or a clean tear, I should say. Yep. So uh, speedy recovery, but you're 100% right. Yeah, and and it sucks he doesn't get to be 100% healthy and test free agency, but at the same time, we know Jerry Jones will pay you. Like, Jerry Jones is not afraid to pay people. <laughs> he has no fear in cutting that big check. So let's, let's, you know, let's see what happens. It would be great to keep him. It really would be. He, guys, I'll, I'll say this. It, de- it definitely increased the odds that he remains a Cowboy uh, seeing that injury. That was, sadly, my first thoughts was, man, I know he was, was going to be a free agent, but that obviously hurts his value. It probably increases the odds that the Cowboys can now afford him because he's not going to demand, you know, the market wasn't gonna, isn't going to pay him what he would have been worth, you know, pre-injury. So I do think right. that definitely increases the odds the Cowboys could keep him. Yeah, and, and, I mean, he's an incredible talent. He makes catches that very few people make, you know. Um, he, he Those circus catches and going up and keeping his toes in and all that, that he's done time and time again. Like, oops, that's talent. Um, he, he, he and, and part of me was curious to see him go somewhere else and be, you know, somebody's number one receiver. And But then, you know, that shit kind of pisses you off, right? You're like, oh, damn, look at him. You know, he went there and he got 120 catches, 1,400 yards, 12 <laughs> teams going to the playoffs. Fuck, you know. So, um, 
So I guess we'll see. That's how I felt when uh, Emmanuel Sanders left the Steelers and went to Denver, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brutal. I, I think it's amazing that, you know, five years ago it was the Killer Bees, and now, you know, Le'Veon is a shadow of himself. He's, he's a practice squad coming off the bench. Chiefs, and Brown is we don't even know, and Ben's about to retire. Like, it, it's just, it's amazing. They should have won Super Bowl again. It sucks. All right, power rankings. Very interesting power rankings this, this week um, with, uh, you know, the Titans taking over the number one seed and the Cowboys losing to the Cards. And um, so it was very interesting to look at you know, the one thing we all agreed on was the Packers' unanimous number one team, um, Bucks' almost unanimous number two team, and Chiefs' almost unanimous number three team. So we, we agreed. Um, now, I do, I do have to ask Dr. Train why the Chiefs were totally off his top five. I am curious about that. What the hell did I base that off of? I'll remind you, you had the Packers, Rams, Bucks, Titans, and Cards. No Chiefs. Oh, it's because I wanted to include the Titans, and the Titans had won their head-to-head. They've been such a quiet team, and um, they they did get their head-to-head against the Chiefs. And they were in the no, they were number one in the AFC, and I wanted to put them in. That's why I took the Chiefs out. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, we've probably got seven teams. That I mean, when you get outside of say the Packers, the Bucks. You know, um, then it gets, I mean, three of us had the Chiefs in there, trained it. And, but then it gets, it gets, you know, between the Rams, the Titans, um, Cowboys still, the Cardinals. So it's probably like about seven teams that are compromising the top five, not just with us. but And, and then some, we didn't have them in there, but there were some, you know, I, I kind of look around to see what other, you know, sources are doing. And the Bills got some love in the top five, so. We did. None of us saw that at all. None of us put the Bills in, which is pretty funny. Um, but the Bills did get some top five love. So uh, the Madden Boys top five, and I'll just go one through five because I already kind of said number one is the Packers, unanimous. Number two is the Bucks, almost unanimous. Number three is the Chiefs. Number four, the Rams. Um, number five, the Titans. Two of us had the Titans and two of us did not. Um I did not include the Rams personally, um, so you know I'm. I, I think at this point we've got a body of work that we can consider, and I'm still in that not a believer in Matthew Stafford camp. <laughs> I'm still there. He, he's he's you know I just, I just don't I don't buy. Never have, and based on what I've seen this year, he's had some good games, but is he is you know we we spent a lot of time earlier talking about. The it factor, the horsemen. Who would bet their money on Matthew Stafford? I wouldn't. You know, there's a lot of quarterbacks that I would put my money on before Stafford, including guys like Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. So I, I just doesn't do it for me. But that's just me. Um, 
So, and then if we went farther than five, I think the Cowboys would be six and the Cards would be seven. Um, Cards and the Cowboys are kind of tied up. Uh, same record. Cards did just get a win, so that's something to consider. But, you know, the Cowboys have now won four out of five. The Cardinals have lost three out of four. So you can also look at that. You can look at head-to-head. You can look at recent trends. So there's a lot to look at, which is why there's probably seven teams that we have in our top five, and then there's probably three or four that you can jostle in and out, and no one could really argue. That's why I'm not, you know, he didn't train yeah. have the Chiefs, and I, I that because, you know, how can I argue leaving the Chiefs out and putting the Titans in, right? They're number one seed, so I can't argue that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, you know. Um, Mina Kimes, who I've just really grown to really enjoy her commentary and her thoughts. Um, I just I just like where she comes from. I think her thinking and her, I think she's sound. And she had the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Bills, and the Cowboys. She had the Cowboys in number five. Now, I've liked her for a while, right, because she had the Cowboys, okay? But I just, I like her rationale. I like how she thinks about the game, and I enjoy listening to her, um, you know, expound on different things different things so um all right so there we have it so that's our power rankings for the week we have one more week to do power rankings kind of the end of the season end of the year power rankings and then we're going to go right into the playoffs so one more week to go so on that note i think the only thing we have left is um train and the pick however many train is going to allow us to pick so (laughs) you're up it is still the big six even if it does get multiplied you know, towards the end of the season, it's still the pick six. So um, last week's results, week 17 pick six results uh, coming in in first place is our very own omniscient one T with 10 and two. Uh, following yes, up in second place is uh, little big brother, little big brother Jay. Uh, yours truly. Uh, well, Jay is nine and three. Yours truly in third at eight and four, and K Star bringing up the rear with seven and five. Overall, it is it is really close. It is really really close. So, uh, as I do this week picks is week eighteen pick six. Uh, I will. I am allowing you guys to suggest games that I may not have on here regardless of whether they are playoff intense playoff games or not. Uh, but um, <clears throat> the overall standings, Jay is in the lead, 66 and 46. Uh, he only has that lead by two points overall from last place, which is T at 64 and 48. Both K-Star and I are at 65 and 47. So two points separates first place and last place. Good luck. Wow. Good luck with your picks. Let's see who know what the hell they talking about at the end of the Would that be the time I that first week I was 0-6? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. There you go again. <laughs> <laughs> you think I have to catch up at some point. <laughs> You know, I just want to point out it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to me because last week I finally regained the lead at first, and then train goes on as win uh, a lot more games out of nowhere. <laughs> um, just want to make sure, I just want to make it known that I noticed that train, and uh, find out to be interesting. 
Hey, man, that's how you put ripples uh, in the pool, boy. Hey, man, he's adding games for all of us, so not just for us and not you. So. Uh, I know, I know, I know. I just, I just think it's interesting. So my name's the top of this. You know what? Let me just, let me just add some more games. <laughs> you got to, man. It's playoff week, bro. Like, like literally, I know, we, I know, I'm we 16, 17. Playoff? They were, it was so, right. Yep. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, playoffs? Okay. Don't talk about it. playoffs. <laughs> you kidding me? Playoffs? Oh, gotta love that. Oh man, that's a good sound bite there. So, um, all right. So I'm gonna go through pick six. Uh, and if you got some games that you think should be added, by all means, let me know what they are, and I will add them to the bonus. So first game I put up was 11-5 Chiefs at 7-9 Broncos. The reason why I add this game is because uh, the Chiefs still need it. They still need it in order to get first place uh, overall in the AFC, and the Broncos are not necessarily laying down. Uh, and I think Big Fangio is definitely still fighting for his job. So, um, however, uh, I will assume that no one is picking the Broncos for this. <laughs> Anybody going out on them? Too tight? Race is too close? I got it. it. Hell (laughs) no. I got it. No problem. No problem. Uh, This next one will be... uh, How high fever is this? Right. This next one is near and dear to our very own K-Star. Eight, seven, and one Steelers led by the bona fide, possibly first ballot Hall of Famer, Big Ben. Uh, Going up against the 8-8 Ravens, which still have a chance to make the playoffs. So this is a big game. This is this is a big game. I might have to go around the well. It, let, let, let me just test the waters. Is anybody picking the Ravens to take out? Yes, the Steelers. And and, and oh, here we go. And here's why. Yeah. Um, listen, I think I've been very supportive of you know this, I, I I waved my terrible towel. I was supported, you know, you beat up on Baker, you know, love Big Ben as a football player, wish him well. But now it's time to get back to football, okay? That, all that is over now, okay? It's done. It, you know, all the pomp and circumstance and, you know, shish boom behind, all of that is over with. Uh, I cannot see the Steelers going, even with the backup, I can't They just they, they, Ben is not playing opinion to beat the Ravens in Baltimore whether it's Lamar, whether it's Huntley, and they got something to play for. I just don't – I was, let's just call it like it is. Ben is doing what he needs to do. He needs to retire. And this was the game. I wanted to see how he played against uh, – at home against Cleveland. Ben was like 24 for 46 for 140 yards or 30 yards or something. It wasn't that impressive. Got the win. Happy for him. Happy for UK star. Happy for Steeler Nation. But that's what Ben is. That's what where Ben is at right now. That's what we can expect from Ben. That won't be enough to beat the Ravens, even with a backup. So I'm going with the Ravens. We already know K star speaking. Jay is is um Huntley playing? More than likely, As I haven't now, heard anything like about he... Lamar playing. Yeah, it seems more likely that Huntley's playing. Is, is, your, pigeon, is your pick contingent on Lamar playing? 
Well, I don't think Lamar's playing. Um, I'm wondering if Huntley's playing. Huntley or Lamar is an upgrade over whoever they had as their third string. I can't remember the guy's name. Huntley plays a lot like Lamar. Thank you. Um, Actually, he didn't play all that bad um, last week when he had, I think, 300 yards. And and just a side note real quick, kudos to Ravens. Got three starting quarterbacks black. I kind of like that myself, Um, especially (laughs) with all the black, black quarterbacks we've gotten throughout the years. So it's nice to see that in 2021 we can have three quarterbacks on one team and they're all black. I, I like that. Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, can you dig in, in it? Park. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Just at the right time, too. Um, I, I'm thinking with the Steelers, they're on the road, had the, the emotional high of the win last game, the high still for, for Big Ben. That's going to play a factor, in my opinion, in this game. Huntley plays a lot like Lamar. Ravens still got something to play for, too, and they're at home. That's why I'm going to pick the Ravens. So um, that emotional part is the one that kind of is the part that makes me nervous in regards to uh, picking the Steelers. K-Star, I am still going to roll with you, bro. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Steelers for this one. M- m- me... Picking the Steelers has always been bent, always been bent on T.J. Watt playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that dude playing. is it for that team. I think he's I, playing I, for the track record, by the way. It's it, it's great. It, it, we all we know all the accolades of Big Ben right now, but I I, I feel like T.J. Watt is that team's MVP. And when he plays, yes. it's just it's a different. It is a different team on that field all around on what they're capable of giving. Even if the game gets nasty and dirty, it's that dude is a is a difference maker. So for that reason I'm a I'm gonna stick with the Steelers. You know, I, I agree with that T J Watt is, is the real deal. Chip off the old block. It concerns me y'all just heard what K Star says. He's playing mm-hmm. for the sack record. Right? Mm-hmm. He'd be playing for the win record, you get it. But you need to be playing for the win. And I'm not criticizing you, K-Star. I'm you saying you're probably right. Like, he's got yeah. what, 18 and a half, I think, something like that. He's at 20. He's at 20. He's at 20. Is it 20 and a half? He's at 20 and a half. 20. He's at, no, yeah. no, no. Okay. He's, at, he's at 21 and a half. He's, he's, Are you he's sure? Did you watch this? Yeah, I'm looking he at three I'm, on, I'm on pro football reference. Yeah. No, yeah, no, four. He four. He he had four. Yeah, four. Oh, oh, if he got four, then it's twenty-one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Twenty-one and a half. So, so, yeah. so, Train, let's, let's let's do this for real fun as a side note. Let's do this for real fun as a side note. Over okay. under one and a half for sacks for for um, T.J. Watt coming into it. Hold, hold 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 that thought, Jay. Let me let's finish this first thought here because K. Star okay. was responding to what I what I was just saying about you know I think the sack record could be a distraction. They trying to get a win. Okay, so you're about to say something. Yeah, I just think that they can accomplish both. Because, I mean, the thing is, you're right, Big Ben is not going to be the reason why we win this game. The defense will be. And so, if you think about it from that perspective, you need TJ to step up, you need the pass rush to step up and get um, force some fumbles and, and some hits on the quarterback. And so, I just think that, you know, they, they kind of correlate the him trying to get that sack record, but also uh, lead the team and, and make plays to, to really lead this, this team to a win because it's not going to come from our offense. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. What did you want to do, JV? 
I was saying as a side note, because he's trying to get the, the sat record, let's put the over-under on T.J. Watt at one and a half. What did everybody thought? Is he over or under? What what's the record? Twenty two? He's at the record's twenty two. And you you're saying over under means he, he he either he's over he either gets more than one and a half or less than one and a half sacks? What, it, what you said the record is twenty two? The record is twenty two and a twenty one yeah. It, is it no I thought it was is it twenty two and a half? Yeah, yeah I'm twenty two. Oh, okay. Twenty two and a half, two thousand one. All right, so he's he's one away from tying it, one and a half away from yeah. beating it. Yeah, breaking it. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. So, yeah, let's fun. Let's see what happens. Over or under, one and a half. I'm going over. <laughs> really? Shocker. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, I, I, by the way, just fun fact before everyone answers this question. Just fun fact: the Ravens are the most sacked team in the league at quarterback. So. I was yeah. only reason I'm going over is because uh, it is so close. Um, yeah, that's a that's an interesting stat that you, I wouldn't have thought they were because I know they run the ball a lot too. Uh, but I will I, I will give it over because he's he's like so close, and I can easily see him hell sharing three sacks in the in the game, let alone even getting you know one and sharing another. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I, at this time of the year, records don't mean shit to me. I'm, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to get a win. And if I'm a fan, I, I personally, I, I mean, I'm not against it. I, I think he'll get the record, but I always, you know, I, I, you know, the, the year Emmett Smith broke the record record, the Cowboys were, I think they were under 500. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I think push the records. <laughs> You know, are they're great? They're they're nice for your resume, and they're they're great. You know, but I, I don't know. You know, I I can't imagine that there's a lot. You know, when your when your playoff life is still alive, I can't imagine mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of and by the team about this. I think the team is trying to get a win, and I think if that means he gets two or three sacks to help with the win, great. But so I think he'll get the yeah. record. I'll just. If, Wherever that puts me, I think he'll get it just because he's a phenomenal player. Um, I mean, trust, I, trust me, T. You're, I, you're I, on the record. Look at the wild. You're on the record. <laughs> right. Was that? No, I said you're on the record yeah. for not giving a shit about uh, breaking records. So I think between Drew Brees got the, he got something. He got, ah, uh, he got some record during the season, but the team was like seven nine, not in the playoffs. <laughs> you came on the show. He's like. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, and that was your guy. <laughs> that's my guy. Like, who cares? You don't know. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, you know, I, I'll never forget. Not to, not to make it about me, because it ain't about me. But uh, I'm gonna make it about me. I'll never forget my junior year in high school. I set a course record in the high hurdles, and we lost to me. And I get newspaper, you know, the local people come up and take your picture and all that. And they're like, what do you think? I said, we lost to me. <laughs> That's what I said. They're like, yeah, but you set a course record, you know. And I'm like, okay. And even my own coach, Jay knows him, Rottler, comes up to me. He, he wasn't there because he had a family situation. But I saw him. The, the meet was on a Saturday. I saw him that Monday. And he comes and goes, hey, 
nice job. I said, we lost the meat. He goes, well, it wasn't your fault. I said, okay. That was the coach. So, hey, I'm just me. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, but I think he'll get the record. I guess my point is I think I think he'll get it because he's phenomenal. I mean, you know, he, he, he's, he's phenomenal. I think um, as much as I would love Michael Parsons, I think just the fact that Michael Parsons is in the defensive player to your conversation is great. He's not going to get it. I think Watts pretty much got it locked down. Um, but we know who the defensive rookie of the year is, and we know Parsons is going to be in this conversation every year moving forward. So we got some monsters to look at on defense. Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, uh, T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons. I mean, and then look at, like, Diggs. If Diggs can figure out how to not allow long passes, I think his cover skills will get better, and he keeps getting these picks. Man, I mean, uh, anyway, I'm sorry, Train. We got we got way sidetracked, so go ahead. Oh, shit, we all on pick six, huh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the third one, the third one uh, we got, which is also another good one in a, in a, in a, in a tough division, um, 10 and 6 Bengals are – are traveling to the seven and nine Browns without, and the Browns are without Baker Mayfield. But I don't know if that really makes a huge difference to them with the way that um, uh, Stephen, what's the guy? Just get his get the court the head coach Nick Stefanski. Yeah, the way with the way he runs the offense because he loves running the ball. However, is anybody picking the Browns to beat the Bengals? Are, are we sure that Baker's not playing? He yeah. is gone for the season. He's having surgery. Yep, it okay. might be before the game even starts. Yeah, I see it now. Will not play on Sunday. Okay. Can I, can I say Next question. Quick? Are we sure the Bengals starters are playing? The well, Bengals need – yeah, yeah, they got something yeah. to play for. So. Bengals need this game. But sure. let me just say something. Um, last year, Baker had two, three, four games in a row. He played really well. And I came on this show and I said, I'm going to lay off Baker – because I was one of his biggest critics, too. And I'm like, well, apparently he's right at the ship. And since then, he's pretty much played like hot garbage. And let me just tell you something. You know, I know almost for a fact that when Dak Prescott came back from his calf injury, he wasn't 100%. And he never said a word. He wasn't playing great, but he never said a word. You know, the guy we just spent a long time talking about, injury after injury, do you ever hear him coming on and saying, you know, well, this hurt or that? Like, the great ones, and maybe I shouldn't put Dak in the same conversation with Big Ben, so let's don't, don't, don't shoot me for that. But I'm just saying, you know, for the most part, the great ones don't do that. Now, you could say Aaron Rodgers talked a little about it. Oh, okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take that exception. But for the most part, you don't hear that. You don't hear Tom Brady talking about it. We found out he played through some injury last year. We found out in the offseason, right? This guy talking about, yeah, I'm really beat up. Man, shut the fuck up. You're not that good. <laughs> That's the reality. You're not that That's good. That's what it really boils down to. You still played like hot garbage. Okay, I'm done. Hey, man, he was uh, on Bonafront Front a couple of years ago. Fuck Baker Mayfield. Blaine Gabbard. I'll I, I just put it this way in regards to Baker Mayfield. I don't know what that contract situation is going to look like. However, uh, that dude is not, in my book, a franchise. You no, know, no. Patrick Mahomes, uh, Deshaun Watson, 
um, um, I'm trying to think of the people that just recently got contracts, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, not that kind of money. He is not that valuable to that team. Not with not, that dude. That dude is about just a, like a little less than Kirk Cousins. Because I never went. Yeah, I was going to say, he ain't Minnesota, as good. I never, yeah. you're right. I, I never thought but the sad that part Kirk is, Cousins yeah, was it for Minnesota, and it down, showed. He, yeah. He turned yeah. down 30 yeah. mil plus a year during the offseason. He turned that down and, and basically bet on himself. Now, if I remember correctly, they picked up his fifth-year option. So he's under contract for next year. Now he's mm-hmm. got this shoulder ailment, and he bet on himself for that contract extension that he shot down and, and never got anything back. So he basically has shot himself mm-hmm. in the foot. And, oh, um, they'll be looking yeah, for a quarterback in the offseason. Yep. I said they'll be looking for a quarterback in the offseason, draft, free agency, something. Oh, no, they'll no, be looking no for something. Doubt. No doubt. Because I think, I think they will keep him for 22, but they will mm-hmm. be looking more towards 23. And mm-hmm. – and I heard I heard an interesting stat earlier this this evening. Last year they were eleven and five, but had less points than they um, scored versus what they gave. I think it was they were, they were minus eleven point differential. So you think about that with a healthy Baker Mayfield last year, yet they couldn't outscore their opponents and they were eleven and five. Something has to give, and you can see now at seven and eight or seven and nine, probably going to be seven and ten. Uh, and a lot of that was contingent upon the play of Baker. He bet on himself and lost. Oh yeah, they're gonna have to do something in the off season because I can't see him after twenty two being there uh, as a Brown. No, I I, I like Stefanski as a head coach. I saw what he did to save Kirk Cousins from himself. He tried to do the same thing this year with Baker Mayfield. However, he won't he won't be able to compete uh, in that division. Uh, if you don't get in, uh, a little bit of an upgrade at the quarterback position because Baker's too inconsistent, way too inconsistent. He's not even Tannehill consistent. Marshall. Yeah. All right, number four. Let's roll. Uh, we got the 9-7 and seven Niners who are absolutely still playing uh, for their lives, um, traveling to the 12-4 and four Rams. Anybody taking the Niners to get this dub over the Rams here in L.A.? Trey Lance is likely starting. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right. Number five. This is why I wish we could do a live show face to face because the look for each other's face would have to be hilarious right now. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, we Number saw five. about a building but, meme for that but, one, boy. You guys would have to arranged in front of a camera of some type, but we could do that. So, another topic well, for another day. We'll have to talk about that in the offseason for sure, because that's yeah. going to be hilarious. Yeah, it will be. Um, we got the 8-8 eight and eight Saints uh, traveling to the 79 Falcons. The Saints are still playing for their playoff lives, and the Falcons can play spoiler. I thought that this was a good one to pick from, so I'm just going to go around the room with this one. Uh, K-Star, who you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints. I think Taysom Hill should be back. They have an elite, an elite defense, so I'm going to go with uh, uh, the Saints. All right, T. Oh, wow. This is easier than I thought. Jay? I'm going to go with the Falcons. Playing at home, spoiler. Um, and this is a bigger rivalry than what y'all realize. This shit is serious down here. It is serious, 
uh, a lot of because of Katrina displacing folks from New Orleans to Atlanta to begin with. I got friends that were born and raised in, in that area, and they came up here because of Katrina. Hey, this is serious. I'm going to go with the Falcons. You know, I love Jay, this Jay's, a, Jay's a transplant, right? But, you know, he claims it now. It's bigger. It's a bigger rivalry than you guys are aware of. You know, I've been a <laughs> quiet thing like 15 years. I'm very aware of that rivalry. I'm still going with the Anyway, go ahead. But, but, I'm, no, I'm, but I'm stressing it because I, being from Connecticut and then coming here, you don't think much of You know it's a big rivalry. You, you, it's guaranteed you get all of that. But then moving down here and seeing just how big it is, it, it, it puts it in perspective. Well, uh, I'm going to pick the Falcons to play spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right. Um, number six, we have the 9-7 and seven Chargers at the 9-7 and seven Raiders. Hey, this, this ought to be probably the best game of the week because they are going to kill each other. <laughs> so, uh, T, who you got? Man, that's a tough one. Chargers at the oh boy, Raiders just had a nice upset. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Um, it's gonna be a good game. I'm going with the Raiders. All right, K Star, who you with? I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert. I think this is. I mean, this is essentially a playoff game, if I'm not mistaken, and um, I think he's. He's someone to watch out for. Uh, definitely, uh, that could be on our on our uh, four horsemen list one day. So I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert in the Chargers. Jay, most interesting game of the week. This is why part of the reason why I picked the Raiders as my big dub because it sets them up for this particular moment. Oh man! But because of so many ups and downs, I'm actually gonna go with the Chargers on this one. Um, and it's I'm splitting hairs, and I think they're home. If I'm, are they home? Chargers at home. The Raiders at the, the, uh, the Raiders at home. It's in Vegas, baby. It's in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, what happens uh, in Vegas stays in Vegas. Maybe a right. Chargers it ain't that far. It. It's right down the street. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Raiders probably so. It down the street. That's even better. Um, right at home. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go Chargers. All right, all right, all right. With that said, man, this is uh, this is actually tough. I got several Raiders fans out that I should support. Uh, however, um, man, um, I think I'm gonna pick the Chargers on this one, just for some strange reason. Or another, I just I like them better than I like the the Raiders right now. All right, we're in a we're in a bonus round. Some of these might not seem games worth putting, but uh, the 6-10 Seahawks at the 11-5 Cardinals. Put this on here um, because it affects seeding. Oh, and actually, no, not seeding. I put this on here because this actually affects the division for the NFC West. That's the reason why I added this game. But with that said, is anybody picking the Seahawks to get an upset? Seahawks against who? The Cardinals. Cardinals. Team that just um Yeah, I know. No, I'm not gonna finish that sitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm about to ask how come the Cowboys and the Eagles weren't one of your top six? How the hell do you leave why, that game off? 
So 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 it's the reason why I opened it up for you guys to add games. I can tell you why I <laughs> them off. <laughs> That's the reason why I opened it up. You know. Uh, but let's let's continue. No one's picking the Cardinals. It, it sounds like the Eagles and and, and the Cowboys want to be. I can add that. No, no one's picking the Seahawks. Seahawks. Who's home? Who's home? Cardinals. Cardinals are home. Yeah, nah. See, if the if the Seahawks are home, I might go with the upset. What's the Wilson's potential last game in Seattle? Um, mm-hmm. But. Not not in not in Arizona, so no. All right. Uh bonus number two. Ten and six Patriots. Uh at the eight and eight Dolphins. Uh Dolphins are still playing for their playoff lives and the uh Patriots are still playing for the division. And first and actually number one seed. Yeah, that's a lot going on in AFC. It is really yeah. crazy over there right now. So, um, anybody picking the Dolphins? No. Hell no. no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Per per request, bonus number three. We have the. See, they are eleven and five Cowboys. At the. Nine and seven Eagles. I, I just want to say that it is a travesty that that game had to be requested. That that was not one of your top six. Two teams that are going to the playoffs, division rivals, both still have something to play for, and you Key, didn't think that that was one Here's of your the top reason why that. that is not in my top six. <laughs> because <laughs> they both are already in, the only thing that it slightly affects is seeding. It doesn't even affect the Cowboys. I got the division already locked up. However, the other six that I chose affects division and get and and being and getting the first round by. So that's why the other ones were in the six. And I figure everyone would pick the damn Cowboys anyways. Anybody picking the Eagles for this damn game? Just <laughs> <laughs> Leave them out because because everyone's gonna pick the Cowboys. I'm just saying that there's a reason that game is being played Saturday night at eight fifteen because it's it's you know that's why the NFL put it on prime time Saturday night. Just saying because and it it also it it's okay. All right, prime time Saturday night. I get it, man. I get it. All right, all in on the Cowboys. So the game just got at it. You know, Trey don't realize I'm making all these mental notes so that the season that the Bears are relevant and the Bears are like, you know, winning, leading the division and all of that, and all of a sudden all this Bear love, I'm going to bring all this shit back up. Just remember that. I'm bringing it all back up. Oh, write it down. <laughs> Take a picture. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it. I got memories. It'll make fucking Come to this, I'll remember. I'll be like, hey, I'm going to have audio clips and shit. I'm going to have audio clips. Shit. One day. One day. All right. Double bonus. Double bonus. Uh, that will wrap up our Monday night. 
We got the road tie. <laughs> Number one, Alabama going up against Georgia. I tell you now. Hey, man, not counting, this is not counting our record. This of not course it does. Record. If you counted on our record, it's fast as fast. We get college football. Oh, my God. Bless Listen, my man, God. this is my pick six. All right? <laughs> You I mean, you've been off the rails. You've been off the rails for 16 weeks, and you come good for one week, and I, oh, I can't do this yeah. on pick six. <laughs> come on, man. Let's work with me. <laughs> you just mad picked Michigan last week. That's all. Yeah, right. I am. I am. We both took the loss. I took the loss, too. <laughs> I was like, damn, Michigan well, turned the channel. I was like, hell, that's what. I, I, I watched the Matrix for a second time because of that shit. I was like, man, I'm not watching this. <laughs> Damn. Um, All right. Here we go. We got number one Alabama versus Georgia. I will gladly go first. The only reason I'm picking Alabama is it gives me a reason to say road tie for at least a week. That works for me. Uh, K-Star, who you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with Alabama. All right. T. Woo! Tide! There we go. And Jay? i tell you what, that rat poison going to be yummy again this week. Going Tide, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we are all in on Road Tide. Georgia will piss us all off. <laughs> That is the final pick six of the season, 18 weeks. Oh, man, it has been a long road. That's all I got. All right. Well, we're at the last week of the season, and, you know, I go, I, we go through this every year, and I say enjoy football while it's here. And I'll tell you, I don't know if there's a – I don't know what goes by faster, summertime Unless you live out, you know, well, actually, I'm the only one that lives and got a winter. Or you three motherfuckers ain't got a winter, so fuck you all. Um, Get so chilly. Motherfuckers ain't got a winter. So I was going to say, I don't know what goes back to summertime or football season because it just seems like once, you know, May gets here, it just sprints to fucking January, you know. Um, but it flies by. And then now January, well, you know, we, we got football for playoffs and stuff, but, like, January, February, March will just, just creep on by. Like, God damn, hurry up, please. The point is, you know, we're at the end of the regular season. So for, um, you know, 18 teams, this is your last game, and then, you know, you got a pretty long off season. So enjoy the last, <laughs> last week of seeing your team play. Um, you know, train. And potentially yeah. K-Star, you know, me and JB, you know, we're fortunate that we know we got at least one playoff game and it's at home. So we'll get ready for that and hope for the best and prepare for the worst. And But, hey, this is it. Last last game of the regular season. Uh, you know, it's funny. We had Dwight Freeney on years ago and he was against them adding a the game and all of that. Um, but, you know, it doesn't seem to have been – I think COVID – took the attention off of the extra week because there was so much COVID stuff going on 
but it doesn't seem to have been really a big ripple effect in a negative way over that this one extra week. So maybe the NFL NFL knew something we didn't know. But um, all right, that said, let's go to final thoughts and get on out of here. Uh, we'll start with uh, let's start with JB. Final thoughts for me are real simple. Um, we've gone through. We just talked about it. Football season is coming to an end. As far as the regular season goes, and and T, you kicked it off with folks that you know that have passed on, and John Madden, Coach Madden, passing on. Yo, life is too short. Do what makes you smile. Watch watch that football games, man. If that puts a smile on your face, watch it to your heart's content. Because you don't know when it's going to be your time or somebody else's time. So just enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy it. Soak it in, bathe in it, and enjoy the sport that all four of us love. And that's watching football and being on this show Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, whatever we can do it. Soak it in and just enjoy the, the, the time that we have because this is where football really begins is the postseason. And now we're going to put the final finishing touches on the regular season. So enjoy the games, enjoy the postseason, and enjoy chopping it up with y'all. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, sad news for, for really our Nation. Uh, we did not go back-to-back in the AFL League. We lost, frankly, the, one of the best teams we've ever seen in fantasy. <laughs> Dude, I played like Cooper Cup. His team is fucking Devontae ridiculous, Adams. man. He had Cooper yeah, Cup, Devontae off. Adams, Debo Samuel, fucking Josh Allen. I couldn't believe I was like, what the hell just happened? Anyway, who, who did you lose to? Little Giants, Little dude. Giants. The dude put up 223 points last week. Yeah. Little Giants. Yeah, oh, that's right. Nice. right? He didn't go crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah, he is. Yeah, bro. He, he is. He opened up cans of whoop at all week long. Oh, yeah, gosh. he's a beast, bro. He's a beast. His team was incredible. Uh, so I didn't go back to back. It's unfortunate. Congrats to him. Um, but yeah, man, hopefully uh, Steelers get to win this weekend. Big Ben's last official game, and uh, we ended it on a good note. I have to rely also on the Jaguars to beat the Colts in Jacksonville. So uh, Sunday is looking pretty stressful already, to be honest. Well, you better go ahead and order you, sell, order you what you like to eat so you can uh, get through yeah, that bro. shit. Yep. I'm going to cook that shit. Right. I got a roof of the Jaguars and dip. Yeah, got Miller Lite too. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna be drunk as fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, nice. that reminds me, JB, we never we never did our New Year's Day toast. We sure didn't. That's that's my fault. I put that on me. I um dozed off, and um, but we're gonna do it. That was um, that was my fault. Maybe maybe uh before kickoff Saturday, if you if if you're available. Maybe like seven thirty, no, something like around there. I am available. Yes, I am available. I'll tell you that right now. Right and how. Yes, sir. See, this is <laughs> this is the beauty of one, my kids are grown. <laughs> um congratulations to my kids. I will get to that in a minute, but my kids are grown. Um, I live alone. <laughs> I don't got none of that drama. I don't got none of that. I I got nobody tugging on me. I just I'd love it. But anyway. Let me not uh, 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 train um, <laughs> your final thoughts. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Both tugging on Superman cable. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, like Little Big Brother says, enjoy the season. I would absolutely enjoy the Bears from the game. I really hope uh, Justin Fields will be starting. I just want to just want to see our young quarterback play, and the rest of our young people play. Even though Matt Nagy don't want to play a young people, strange guy. Can't wait to see him gone. Enjoy the ass whipping on the Giants this past week and just shitting all over Mike Glenn. That was just, I mean, it felt like every play was a sack. They were they were too scared to pass the ball. It was amazing. Um, uh, congratulations to Quinn for getting the Bears sack record. Uh, it, it, I think it's even more amazing that he got it without even Mac being on the field. I was, cause I was not thinking that that was going to be that was going to happen. Not sure what uh, Sean decides did, but for him to go from two sacks last year to 18 this year, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. Maybe he was healthier. Not sure. Um, gosh, there was something else that was that was on my mind to say. I'm gonna write this shit down when you guys are talking. Um, damn it. Either way, um, oh yeah, uh, T, you said it. Uh, we had the white Freeney on the show. At that time, uh, it was in regards to 18 games. I bring this. I, I reiterate this to say that guys, the league will go to 18 games. It's going to happen. They will not stay at 17. It's already written up in their CBA that it's good that they that they will have the option to move to 18 games, and it is going to happen. Absolutely going to happen. So even though we probably didn't feel the 17 games in the 18 weeks. Um, may see something different when it goes to 18 games. I just hope they do something to adjust the rosters when they do it because um, <clears throat> they're going to need some players on standby, uh, and it won't be because of COVID. <laughs> it's just going to be a longer season. Uh, but it may still lend us the excitement that is lending us now because we do remember the days when 16 weeks and getting to week 17 uh, – Week 17 was just boring. Almost week 16 was boring. But now, these last couple of weeks, teams are fighting. Absolutely love it. Uh, absolutely love it. So, uh, with that said, man, uh, always enjoy the show with you guys and um, always enjoy our listeners. All right. Um, I, just, I started to say this earlier, but just a shout-out to my children. You know, my youngest got her first apartment. She finished college a semester early and she's got her first apartment. She starts a new job uh, next month. She's just killing it. My oldest pregnant will be bringing my first grandson into, um, into the world uh, right around my birthday. Uh, the due date currently is the day before my birthday. So, um, so we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Mateo, um, can't really remember the middle name. It's like ask me or some, some shit like that. I can't even remember the middle name, but Mateo <laughs> will be, I really, I just don't remember. Um, well, because it's, like it's, it's, it's her husband's father's middle name. So I kind of was like, all right, I don't really need to remember it because it's his name. So fuck, I care. But, um, but Mateo is, will be my grandson's first name. Still getting used to the whole grandson thing, and you know, so so that's just good stuff. And I say that I don't generally talk about my family too tough. I mean, I got my brother on the show with me, and 
he knows all of this, but but you know, kind of what Jay said is, you know, it, it just you know, I, I December was really rough. I mean, it started again with Wayne Powers, old high school friend passing away, and then you know we lose a legend, John Madden, right after seeing his special, and then you know. And then Betty White, although, you know, she was 99, so, I mean, what can you say, you know? Um, but still, you know, and then you know, I had a couple people I knew locally that passed away. We're dealing with this COVID thing and the whole resurgence. And, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, take, take, take a deep breath, smell the roses, and, and, and you know, hug somebody you, you love. And, and, and my last thing on that, and then I'll get to football and we'll get out of here. Um, listen, I know, I know there's a lot of people that feel that, you know, this whole vaccine thing is, you know, and the government and mistakes have been made. And, you know, I I think a lot of you are not getting your information from the right sources and you're listening to, to people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And this is science. And I'm privileged to have studied a lot of science in my younger days. Nothing that has happened is not uh, unusual. And I say all that to say, you know, if you don't get vaccinated and you don't get boosted, you really are putting yourself and your loved ones at risk. I, I, I'm, you know, and if you don't, I guess that's your right. That's your right. But really think about it. You know, you take aspirin if you have a headache. You know, you take Pepto-Bismol if you have a stomach ache. A lot of you will go get the flu shot. You know, you take medicine for high blood pressure and cholesterol and, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of diabetics and heart disease. Like, we take all these other medications to battle things, but then we've got this pandemic that has killed, you know, millions worldwide, and we want to sit and argue about a vaccine because we don't understand science. Nothing that has been going on is unusual. It's just a part of science. Things mutate. Things change. You know, you get more information, you change your diagnosis. It's, it's the way it is. And yet we've got so many people that just don't want to do it. You're only hurting yourselves and the people that you love. So I just want to say from the Madden voice, because I think we're all in agreement on this show, to all of you, do the right thing. Just go ahead and get vaccinated. Go ahead and get boosted. Wear your mask. Do the right thing, please, people. You know, we love all of you. We appreciate the support. Just please do the right thing, okay? On that note, we got football. Um, you know, all I'll say about the Cowboys is tough loss. Um, I love the fight. I love the fourth quarter fight. I love the fact that you didn't you didn't pack it in. Dak, you're off. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Fix it, please. Blake Jarwin has been activated off of the uh, injured reserve. We need him. I don't know if he's going to play Sunday, but we, we probably will have him for the playoffs, which is great. Because Schultz is a great receiver. He's a shitty blocker, and it hurts us. It destroys our run game, our pass protection. I, you know, they got to bring in the other backup tight end. They got to bring in uh, the backup guard. There's so many different things they have to do because that position is weak when it comes to everything other than him run, running around and catching a pass. So I'm optimistic. Whoever we get in the first round, they're in trouble. I'm very optimistic. But let's go into Philly and whoop that ass. Whoop. That candy ass. Unfortunately, we can't send the Eagles home. Unfortunately, they're in the playoffs. But we could send them limping. We could send them limping into the playoffs. Let's do that. So, for Dr. Train, for K-Star, for JB, enjoyed you guys, enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll be back here next Tuesday night. 
talking about the playoffs, will the Steelers get in? Hmm. Interesting. Who will be the number one seed in the AFC? Who will win the AFC East? Who will be the two, three, and four seed? Packers got the one seed locked down, but who could potentially be going to Green Bay? Will it be Tom Brady again? Or will the Cowboys get a surge? Or will a team like the Rams or the Cardinals or the Saints or the Eagles come out of nowhere and do what the Giants did back in 2011? There's so many unanswered questions. We get to start getting some of those answers this weekend. You know why? Because all these feuds that I'm talking about, yeah, that's right, they're getting settled on the field. Talk to you guys next week. Enjoy football. Good night, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.